everybody and welcome back to the reality kingdom where we put the real in reality or whatever period period i'm your host pharaoh we are joined by our wonderful co-host lee lee how you doing i'm doing good like i am really really i really enjoyed this week this is such a good week of big brother i thought um we were saying in the previous podcast girl when is will gonna turn it around like when are Mm -hmm. we gonna see how he deserved to win this season because Mm -hmm. i mean so far it's only giving the call but he really showed it this week. Like he, like honestly, I feel like I can ex, ex, um, describe his turnaround to Nicole's in week one. Like, Ooh, and honestly, like the that. similarity in both is just that they got up and work. People don't want to yeah. work these days. Get up and go to work. Clock and it. that's what Will and Nicole did. And we mentioned it just earlier in the um, podcast, the previous podcast, like. People who do well, especially in these earlier seasons, are the ones who are trying, the ones who are actively doing the work. And Will and Nicole do that. I also found it interesting that they did it from the minority position. So they were kind of like forced into this, like, I have to play type of mindset. And mm-hmm. a lot of people who are in the minority, even in these earlier seasons that we'll see, they kind of just give up, you know? So the fact that they actually, you know, put the foot to the pavement, went to work, got these votes, got people on their side iconic and it just honestly pisses me off more especially because they're the final two it pisses me off more nicole does not get praised like that yeah. at all and yeah. i feel like just that happens kind of in general like you don't hear too much vanessa praise you know what i mean um i will say amanda deservingly so she's not gonna get praised after that season um but i feel like um even in recent years we have t- but I can see how in a few years, I mean, people are already dragging Tiffany and trying to take away some of the things that she did on her season that happened two years ago, two, three years mm-hmm. ago. But it's like, I don't know why the women strategists don't really, I feel like, hold the test of time with some of the fans. I feel like the only one who gets like the amount of praise um, would be a June or a Danielle mm-hmm. Reyes. A lot of yeah. the other girls, like, it's it, like watching this season, I'm like, how the fuck have I not seen praise for Nicole? At all, like I, it's like small. Like I've seen it like once or twice, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not on the level. I feel like it should be. Like the game this girl is playing is freaking fantastic. Like I yeah. really enjoy watching her play. It's literally similar to Will. So like, if you like Will, why do you not love Nicole? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's kind of just like the she's getting forgotten a little bit because I was thinking of it earlier. Doctor Will has came back and played again. Even Danielle oh, yeah. Reyes, she came back and played again and proved that she's that girl. Um, Dan, he's played back and came again. It's only like the really dominant people, like like Derek. Derek played once, so um, him getting all this praise, I think, is because he won. Same with June. June played once, but she won. So I think it's like if you're a winner, it's easier for people to see it, and if you return, it's easier for people to see it. And a lot of women strategists yeah. don't return. Even Vanessa hasn't returned. Because I would compare her a lot women. to Vanessa, but she. Vanessa literally hasn't returned either. So it, it makes yeah. sense. You're clocking. You're clocking. I think a lot of the women who return are more like personalities. Like I'm thinking Rachel Riley. Janelle comes back three times. Um, but it's like y'all are, even even thinking of Britney or Davon, it's like when they say a woman all-star, a lot of the time she's just a personality. And it's like, girl, I want to see the strategic women come back and play as well, you know? 
And I, I thought they say no. Now that I think about it, like I definitely could see Nicole saying no. June has said no. We know she's openly said no. Uh, Maggie gives that she's been saying yeah, no. That's I know very Vanessa true. because she was pregnant. Like that's very true. Maybe it's just been circumstantial. Mm-hmm. We definitely see Tiffany again. Then she she can't keep the trend going. She got that <laughs> house. Yeah. Um. So. That is interesting. I feel like Nicole's proven this week that she's that girl. I love this week. This is a great week of Big Brother. If you're a Big Brother fan, you need to watch BB2 and watch this week because Ooh, this one beats. And the comas can flop for all the strategic girls. I fear we're going to get to the Nicomas BB Rewind, the BB4, BB Rewind, but low key, BB5. BB Rewind, but low key, no, BB4. No, BB5. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Low key, <laughs> on my rewatch when I did like a few months ago, I was like, okay, Nicomas, I mean, that's cute. You wasn't that gagged by Nicole Cole? Wasn't that On my rewatch, I was ungagged by so many people, even like No Shade Day. I was like, oh, mother. Oh, but judge. I will say, I'll be the, judge. And, you know, another thing to my point earlier, the second go around is usually more strategic. Danielle Reyes, on her second time, I was gagged. Uh, Dr. Will, on his second time. Because the game progresses. Yep. Dan, even Dan on his second time, I was more gagged. Like you was doing a lot. You was you gotta work harder. I feel. I feel like definitely if you come back and win, you work harder. Nicole, Cody, like that's very true. just coming, but just coming back in general. It's like and maybe it's like the finals or, or like running the game. Like you're definitely putting in work because the game has literally just progressed. Like we see mm-hmm. in All Stars, a lot of the players from Old BB All Stars too. OBB, they did not last that long because just genuinely the game had progressed so much that they were not able to, I won't even say keep up because I feel like that era of BB is so slow, but they weren't able to just click with the new age mm-hmm. strategy. Exactly. But um, child, let's get into the motherfucking um, week. Let's get into the motherfucking team. Let's get into the motherfucking team. So starting off this week, we know last week Shannon had just went home. So coming into this week, Dr. Will was still feeling a little sad. He was kind of a little still down. He was talking about something. I just wanted to leave with her when she walked out. God, like, oh, that get over it, William. That would have been terrible. I'm glad right. he got over that because they're not even together no more. You know all this right. for a girl you're not with? Right. The they dated after the show, though. They dated after the show. So that's cute. That is cute. That's I will not. I mean, personally, I will be shedding Kirby to this damn day. But <laughs> we'll never let that go, girl. Hey, you know, I promise you never want to lose me. Never want to lose me. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm Keep me a doctor. Now. I need me his own. Shit. <laughs> you said you need you a doctor. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have said. <laughs> I'm never leaving Will, but no. No. Here's my thoughts on Hardy. I already said my thoughts on Harvey. Harvey is just something else for me because he's crying in the diary room on some. I just didn't want to split up a couple and I don't want to seem like that type of person. You know, it's just not something I intended to do. You didn't give a damn when you was going off on Shannon. Didn't give a single fuck at all. And you know you at didn't all. give a fuck. We literally saw you the entire past week wanting it to tie so you can rub it in her face that she's splitting her up for her man. You wanted yes, this. Please. And now you're crying. I can't do it. I, I cannot do it. And it's like, it's just this idea. A lot of the girls accuse Nicole friends of this. Of you're telling the audience one thing, but you're in the house doing another. Now, we don't have, like, live, live feeds to watch and see what he's in there doing on a daily basis. But, like, 
from the edit alone, it just gives hypocrite down. Yeah, it really. We've seen him say and do nasty things and say nasty things about other people, but then you want to come and cry like, oh, this, that's not who I am. Yes, it is, girl. Sure, Dan. And maybe that's sure, why he starts acting weird this week. Maybe he's starting to feel guilty about what's being shown. Like, girl, we see it. We're not done. I don't know. I just feel like, spare me, please. Anyways. Um, he will be fine. Because that's... that's because otherwise he would just be a whoop, uh, like a, a whoop, like a punk. He's just a punk. <laughs> with a O. With a O, for real. Um, Mike is sad because he lost the HOH. He was in final two in the HOH and he had got it wrong on the fucking grocery store question. It comes out, he, ha- he has a whole restaurant. He owns a restaurant with food and he didn't know the grocery store question. Don't know what he was thinking, but hey, that's that on that. He didn't have his restaurant license revoked. Does. I don't think he's running that restaurant for real. I don't know who gave him that restaurant, but it seems like somebody handed it to him. Because how you don't know how much grocery costs? He said, he I have grocery shopping. He has been grocery shopping two years. Who does this shopping? Your mom? A third At party. At 31 years old? A third party. Well, who does his grocery shopping? Oh, I feel like he, I mean, he probably just eat from the bar, you know. He probably just eat from the bar. That makes sense. He gives he gives bachelor life. You know, I'm going to say he Uber eats, girl. This is 2001. He probably just eats out. Take yeah, out. He's out. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Kit, on the other hand, is happy because he won the head of household. He's <sighs> having a good old time. He's walking around in his robe. He's looking <sighs> through his fridge like, hmm, I wish they would have put this in here. <laughs> he's very happy. And I love that for him. He um, really is a hilarious character, I will say, because he was annoying, but it's it's fun TV annoying because he really, like, he pisses people off and he just genuinely does not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows he pisses people off and he does not care. Like, honestly, I hate to say it, but he's really insufferable. I can't do it. But it's good TV. It is good TV. Love it. I kind of like it. That's the thing. A part of me, I don't know, a part of me doesn't hate Kent. Like, Kent is here for... The fun of it. Like, Ken is great TV. I like his personality. He's someone who I, like, kind of wish they would cast the 2024 version of Ken. Like, an older person doesn't just go home first. Like, like, Felicia don't give a fuck. Felicia was walking around the house just saying anything. It's just that energy of an older, of an older, more um, person with wisdom. Like, they really don't give a damn. Like, they live the life, and they don't give a fuck about nobody here. Like, like they're They're firm in their opinion. They said what they said. They're going to do what they want. And they're going to do what the fuck they want. They don't care who's mad about it or whatever. And I love that. I really, really love that. But um, can't start talking to people. <laughs> that just made me. I really love what? Felicia. Because Felicia was great caster. She really was. We need more Felicia's <sighs> with even, reindeer competitions. Even thinking of like Jerry. Like Jerry was hilarious. No like, And Rennie. Like both of them that season. Love Rennie, bro. Like, get especially when they make it past those first couple of rounds. Like, if they go home early, we don't really get to see their like, like, even like I think Heisen was the oldest guy last season, and Heisen was hilarious. Heisen didn't give a fuck. He was very strong in his opinion. Said what the fuck he said, and he was one of the most liked preachers. So it's like just start the, the diversity of the age, it eats, it eats, it eats, it eats, it eats. So Ken starts walking around talking to people. He talks to Hardy, and he asks Hardy, he's like, well, I mean, who should I nom? Because, of course, I could do Mike and Will. But, you know, that's <sighs> boring. And he thinks he thinks Mike and Will noms are just boring. And it's like, are you trying to be fun, or are you trying to win the game? 
Come on, I wonder. So he says that's so hilarious from Kent. Honestly, like he just like he doesn't want to do it because it's boring. Like I did not expect him to think like that, but we're here. Like, what do you mean? So he's like, "What about Mike and Krista?" My first thought was, first of all, I was like, "Damn, not Krista already." They got my sister clocked already. Specifically, Kent asked after her bad, but also I was thinking, Hart's in the Untouchables. He's not gonna like this. Like he's not gonna like this at all. And then I was gonna I was gonna kind of say this with a radio, but I feel like I can go ahead and say it now. Like what like that's what sucks for Krista in the position she's in, because I wanna say her having a connection with Hardy is good because he's someone has his hands with a lot of pots, he can protect her. Mm-hmm. Well, this thing I ain't doing no protecting. Mm-mm. So what good mm-hmm. like and Hardy kind of proves that throughout the week too. Hardy is no good as an ally. Unless, like, I guess you are able to, like, wield him. And I feel like the only other person who's able to do that is Nicole, child. Nicole. Mm-hmm. Nicole. I will say, I feel like if Nicole became a target, I don't feel like Hardy would necessarily protect her either, because look how he's acting. I think it's just him, you know? Mm-hmm. But Nicole's not a target. Yep. So, Krista, girl... Mm-hmm. Oh, she- I don't like this at all. I don't like this at no. all. I love Krista. I just, feel like, just, like, I just genuinely feel like this is the first iteration of the game. I feel like Krista as a person would be able to get out of a situation like this, be a little bit more active player if this was like a few seasons further. But like mm-hmm. she really just doing her. And yeah. doing her kind of got her into this like quotation flirter position. And now what's happening is she's not able to do a lot of the active work to maintain it. Like we saw like Allison and June put in a lot of work to maintain their position. But Krista, I feel like she doesn't even fully recognize the type of game she's playing. So it's not she's not able to like kind of keep up with it, you know? Yeah, there's like layers to it. It's a it's a difficult game to play. I feel like the path she chose was a difficult one, and you really have to continuously be on top of your shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's not really continuously on top of her shit. And that's the issue. Also, like, Kent, because Krista nominated Kent first. And he mentions that later on as one of his reasons, too. And it's like, I kind of forgot about it. But it's like, that's kind of a part of Kent's reason. She should have made them forget about it. Right. And I, But I do feel like with Kent, Kent is a person who, you know, that person who was like, oh, they're not going to win an HOH. You can't assume that in Big Brother, but Kent right. is kind of that archetype. Like, who would have ex- expected Kent to have won this? Also, who would have expected Chilltown to just not win any? Like, there was a lot of, I guess, not good luck towards Krista's way, because a lot of winners are just lucky as well. Like, the right person wins the right comp at the right time. If Nathan didn't win the veto, Allison would have gotten seventh, you know, in her mm-hmm. season. So it's like, especially with the game you play, you got to have a little bit of luck. And Chilltown, because who got second to say choice? Mike. Mike. Mike Boogie. And last week, Shannon. And Shannon. And it's like, if Mike Boogie wanted to say, Chris is not touching the block. And it's like, it's, it's That's easy to say buffer. that, but it's also true. It's just true. It's just like, you just get lucky sometimes, and sometimes you just get unlucky. And I think this is just a very unlucky situation, because people don't even agree with Kent. People don't right. want to this to happen. They don't want this to be the nominations. Kent is very stubborn. He's very... um he's going to stand his ground and it's rare that he will win HOH and honestly is he even going to last longer after this I guess we'll see (laughs) but um Kent then asked Monica the same question if he should nom Krista and it's like okay either they're doing a good job at hiding who they with or Kent is dumb I honestly saw this as girl Monica must be that damn girl because I feel like 
especially with Kent, like we're always seeing like scenes with Kent and Monica. I feel like Monica's the type of player where she definitely had like these just individual relationships with people. So clearly he felt comfortable asking this, but it's like, girl, mm-hmm. this definitely went right back to Krista. The guy against Hardy. Let's see. Krista probably hurt from both Monica and Hardy. Yeah. Kent's plans, yeah. which is why she is immediately pissed off from the beginning of this week because yeah. she knew. Kent also mentions Hardy right here to Monica. Pretty yeah. sure Monica went and told Hardy that as well. And we'll see later. Kent versus Hardy starts happening, and it's like Hardy's probably hearing all this shit about you, sir. All Messy. everything you're saying. He's Messy. Here. Nigga became HOA to start For talking no to anybody about everybody. And saying everyone's name. Why are you even thinking of naming Hardy or just now Mike and Will? You're making it harder for yourself. You're making it very harder. And I will say the difference between this situation and I feel like Krista's is Krista didn't take out no chill town. If you're just gonna take out a chill town anyways, why you didn't just not Mike and yeah. Will and say a big Mike? Like, and you know you want Mike out. Like, he said this from the beginning. Like, yeah. it's Mike that he wants. So, it's like, what's the point of putting him her next to Chris, him next to Krista, him next yeah. to Hardy, him next to Bunky, which we're going to get into. Like, yeah. the man was just all over the place. H-O-H, I just down. Like, yeah. yeah. So, he, like you said, he starts going around uh, talking about Bunky. Maybe he wants to do Bunky and Mike. So, Kent starts asking Nicole about that. And Bunky it's like, in Bunky, the room. your closest ally, the only person in this game that actually wants to work with you for real? Like it makes no sense. He's not thinking, and he's he's just thinking. Oh, I just he don't want to do a boring thing. He's just talking. He's just talking. Um. So Bunky has a diary, and he's like, "Kid, it's starting to worry me because you went H O H, and now you before H O H, it's Mike and Will, Mike and Mike, Mike and Will, Mike and Will. You went H O H, now my name is it. What's going on? Like, and this is what I will say about Bunky, and like I feel like it's definitely it may or may not reflect in the score. I don't know, but it's yeah. just like I don't like. The non, because I remember you, we were texting about him. You were like, you really mm-hmm. like him, and I feel like this is my issue with Bunky. He's so he was going to be okay with it. Yeah, he was. He was just going to go up. He was being too coy. He was being too coy. And I feel like because... that's how he is in the game in general. He's a very perceptive player, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really do anything about it. He clocks. He tells the DR. He tells us. Yeah, and he doesn't do anything else. You got to do true. something, baby. You can't just be clocking people all day. <laughs> that's very true. I was like, I was, I was happy that um because when Kent talks to him about it he says that's something i wouldn't prefer um and i'm happy that he at least said he wouldn't prefer it right. and didn't just say yes i'll be numb but you're right like he was real coy i would be like girl you you're not doing that next well, well what you're not doing yeah that's the one thing you're not gonna do it's not me you can nom anybody else i don't even care if it's i don't care i don't care but, your daughter you ain't nominating me nobody so, anyways, Mike um, and Will talk. Mike thinks it'll be either Will and Mike or Will and Krista. I don't know why he thinks he's that safe, but he's clearly not knowing what the fuck is going on. But he Mike, every time like Mike talks out. about something with the house dynamic, he's wrong every yeah. single time. Yeah, like he doesn't know anything. Like, it's, yeah. I'm really interested to see him in Big Brother Seven. Like, mm-hmm. and I heard like the rumor was that Will basically wasn't doing All Stars unless Mike came. It gives that. I will say, like, if I'm thinking all star from this season, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that actually. I would. I would say all star options for me: Nicole, Krista, Monica, um, Chilltown, even that includes Shannon, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hardy, and that's part of the body alone. I don't think Bunky at all, though. I don't know why Bunky was a potential option for all stars. No shade. (laughs) <laughs> but I don't I don't really see that. But Mike is just like every single read from Mike has been dumb as hell. And yeah. like so I'm really interested to see how he improves as a player in All Stars. Because I know that's when it really gets nasty for the girls. Mm-hmm. But 
here. What I, what I will say about Mike, which I see here, and that's the thing, when I rewatched this the first time, didn't really see it. Ah! Super low score. Nicole and Hardy were asked to do All-Stars, but rejected it early on. I think they were second and third choices for CBS. Mm. Now, I didn't need that Hardy man, but Nicole, Nicole, it really gave... Cause mm. I, I I heard she didn't even watch no more. It gave. Yeah. She said she didn't watch her season. Someone put that in the BB community. Like, yeah. um, she hasn't even watched her own. So it's giving my sister lost, and she said, "Fuck Big Brother, fuck CBS, yeah. fuck it all, fuck reality TV." That's <laughs> Damn, Nicole would have been nasty. I wonder if she would have. Fuck. But she, that's the thing. What what I hate wait, about all Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What's on? What's on? Would she have worked with Mike and Will? Would it have been like a trio chill town? Wait. Maybe. It could have been nasty. It's just unfortunate because what I hate about All-Stars is, the first of all, they got less women than men. That was sucky. And then second of all, it seemed like all the women was popping. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, but also, I feel like they didn't get the heavy hitter women like that. Like that. Like, why, was Lisa, why was Lisa not on? And like she was a representative. How, how is the Nicole. only woman winner who was of eligible to get on, or I guess said yes, didn't even Not on. get in? What the fuck? But Mike Boogie? And I know and it, it was already a, like, even if it was like, she should have been the last girl at least. Like, yeah. Just add an extra girl. You had less girls than boys. Why is Erica there, but not Lisa? Why is Chicken George there, but not Lisa? Make it make fucking sense. Anyways, um, just now nah, I'm mad. What I will say, honestly, it should have been every option because it was it was Bunky, Monica, Yvette. Just put them all on. Um, Elisa, put them all on. They should all been on. Put them all on. Fuck. Anyways, um, what I will say about Mike Boogie is he gonna come up with a plan because he initially comes up with the idea. He's like, I mean, we should just pitch the same, basically the same thing that he keeps saying they should pitch is that, um. It's smarter to keep them in because we're those girls and And so he's basically suggesting Will to pitch this to Kent. He's like, you should go talk to Kent. You should pitch that. We're targets. You're a target and that it's smarter to keep you. And actually, Mike just sets himself up to go home. It's crazy what you were saying with his rating last time. Like, you working harder to keep your allies than yourself. And it's like, this really shows this week. Like, with this and with Krista, like, you're making sure everybody else stays instead of yourself. What, what happened to you? Yeah, that's nothing. He basically just quit this week. He yeah. shouldn't have got a call. Mm-mm. He didn't. Will got a call and said, can my homie come too? My bestie, SD. Mind you, he didn't really like that man no more. He had to sue him. How about he regretting that decision? He helped that man get a million dollars, $500,000. And he he blew it all and, and stalked him for him. years after. Like, girl, you could, that could have been Will's second million. He had been trying to help him. Mm. Second million, second five hundred thousand. Yeah, his million. He got a million. So, anyways, we get to the food competition. Um, it's a thing. In a, what is the thing called? That's in the backyard. It's a mummy thing. Court? No, it's a mummy thing that's sitting in the backyard. Oh, pyramid. Thing. Anyway, so yeah, they they say okay, we have a pyramid, and you got to figure out the seven categories, and y'all got to answer questions about seven categories, and seven of y'all answer the questions about the seven categories. They got to do this shit. They get the food. Congratulations. Next, we get a segment about Krista being horny as hell. Love that for her. Uh, <laughs> Monica and Nicole are also talking about how they just horny as fuck. Very interesting conversation. I kind of, a part of me, like, wishes they had more, like, just kind of normal human conversations like this in newer seasons. Because, right. like, they're just laughing and talking. And I love that. It, it gives them personality. 
I feel like nowadays, whenever they do goofy see- scenes, it's goofy shit. It's, it's not it's real. scripted, girl. Oh, the it's... muffin! He oh. took my muffin and my muffin. Muffin, where's my muffin? That doesn't tell me anything. This about whole this. orchestrated ass thing. It, it doesn't tell me anything about how much did y'all pay to do this? Like these people are genuinely talking about just being horny. Love that. Now I know. Now I know more about it. Fucking period. Which is anyway. understandable, child. Which I get. Oh, I have my favorite scene of the season is in this week, and I'm gonna tell you. Well, so far, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be and it's about being horny. Period. So <laughs> after this, they get to make these mosaic shits. They're bored. They don't got nothing to do. They be having so, to do anything. So they're making mosaic. Um, Anyways, times. who gives a fuck? Mike makes something for Krista. It's a heart in it, and he says Mike and Krista. So he's trying to flirt with her. And then later on that night, he dresses up like a vampire because she said that she likes vampires. If she were ever to fuck a creature, she would fuck a vampire. So he dresses up like a vampire, sleeps in her bed. Congrats. Well, not just any vampire, Dracula. Dracula, specifically Dracula. Do you think Dracula is fine? I think Edward Cullen is fine. <laughs> in the book, y'all, Edward, because when you watch what? the movie, let me tell you, when you watch the movie, or at least when I watch the movie, Team Jacob all the way. Like you're not beating what's that? What's that? Robert Pattinson is not eating up Taylor Lautner. At not all. at all. Not on none of the movies. But when you read that book, Edward eating the fuck up out of Jake. Now Edward is eating Jacob up. In, in the, the book. book. That's thing, it's not even in the book. That's in your mind. You're creating him in your mind. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it might be. His per- but really like. Even in the movies, like I feel like Edward's personality just isn't there. You're just a weird stalker. It's boy. so it's so weird. It's very it's like very disassociative. It's, it's weird. Know. But in the book, it's like it just feels like he really loves her. And then you know Bella's thoughts in the book, so you know she doesn't really give a fuck about Jacob the whole time like that, like that. So it's kind of like you don't even want her with this boy she don't want. You want her with the ones you want. In the movie, it kind of is vague. It's like yeah, it like gives her? the movie that she liked them both. And like not really, like kind of, but not really. But anyways. Not Bibi Crystal likes Dracula. <laughs> Crystal likes Dracula, so that's good. After this, Will speaks to Ken like the plan they had, except <laughs> he's fired right back on Mike's ass, low key, because Will is like, Look, you know, I'm on, I know I'm on the top of the hit list for everybody. And you know, that sucks. I'm just everybody's number one. And Ken's like, Well, you know, I mean, I will say, like, people were. <laughs> You know, I don't know. And Will was like, look. <laughs> <laughs> and Will was like, look, from your perspective, I just feel like it'd be a lot easier to be in the finals with me versus being in the finals with someone like Monica or Funky. You know what I'm saying? Don't say my and, sister's name. He really got beef with Monica. I don't like that. Keep that shit under wraps. And then this is what he added. Mike Boogie didn't tell him to say this part, but he said, <laughs> when it comes to competitions, I just feel like Mike Boogie is, you know, he's more of the competition person. It's like, oh, you throwing him under the bus too. Mm-hmm. You throwing him under the bus, and I and I wonder if that's why. I feel like, like ooh. I was gonna say, is that why he kind of going so hard for him? I feel like that's maybe not because like maybe he feels a little guilty because like you was definitely throwing him under the bus. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like what's interesting is like it, it's kind of Mike. Mike. I'm not saying Will just wouldn't have done this because Will has been known for talking to people and like Nicole. He did it with Nicole already. But Mike like basically gave him the pitch. He used that pitch and then added on. Mike too is also a bigger threat than me. And it's like, and that's a game. So Will is already becoming nasty with evil Dr. Will is what, right. what's happening. But girl, get this. A gag, the gag of the century. Krista sitting right there 
I'm thinking. <laughs> I heard it all. I heard the whole like, conversation. Like she didn't hear it. She had a diary on. I overhear Kent and, and Will. I said, <laughs> no, because Bonnie, she over there just smoking, playing yeah. with her ear. She like she don't hear nothing. <laughs> whole time she heard everything they said, girl. And what's interesting is she brings this conversation right to Mike, and I feel like mm-hmm. it just goes to what I was saying earlier, like. People in this season are just so open and honest. Like yep. everyone is telling everyone everything. <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't get that. Like, is no one holding anything to their chest? At all. It's so early. I think like in these earlier seasons, that's why the secret alliance is such a big statement. Right. These early seasons, it's just nothing secret. We just telling each other. Duh. And it's like, no, shut up. But she goes, she tells Mike that basically she tells him about the pitch that um will did the first part before he mentioned mike's name and mike is like don't you think he was just saying that just so he could try to like you know save that don't you think he's lying to um kent and she's like well no because he said your name too and mike was like oh huh kikinis and he was like yes he's saying you and bucky should be nommed and mike is like oh that's good because bunky will go home and chris was like Bunky will not go uh, home. Bro. Another example of now, Mike not knowing what the fuck, what the fuck is going on. Why would Bunky go home over you? And that's the thing. I feel like in his mind, you know, Chilltown since week one has been throwing out Bunky's name as someone who could potentially be nominated to go up. Mm-hmm. And it's like they also mentioned him as someone who was well liked. So why the fuck would you think you even have a chance? That don't even make fucking sense. It's just dumb. One plus that's one don't equal two. So we see oh, that. Maybe, maybe he's thinking, oh, I definitely have Will and Krista. But girl, do you have Krista? He thinks he's like Nicole too. Because you need three votes. I think he thinks he has Will, Krista, and Nicole. And you don't have two of the three. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> but anyways, Krista starts letting him know more about the dynamics of the house. And he kind of has a diary. And he's like, ooh, Krista got her finger on the pulse. And it's like, of course. She's not. Well, she's mother. That too. The fuck? So Krista tells him that Kent said if he had his druthers, Mike will be the one to go. So then I Google Druthers, y'all. Druthers means preference. So that means Kent prefers Mike to go. Very learn a new word every day. Druthers. I was like, what the fuck are they saying? I had to turn the captures <laughs> on. But yes, boom. So that's cute. We get another scene of Kent and Bunky being besties. Love that to them. Love gay love. You know, girl, me personally. Girl, they I'm just throwing that that fag word around. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> they keep saying it. They keep saying it. Like we get it. I feel like that's the thing too. Like I don't know if it's production or if it really is their friendship, but their friendship just gives. Oh, you're gay, and I'm old. Yeah, I'm friends with the gay guy. He was like, and I'm friends with the old man. Basket. I got fruit, and Bucky was like, "You got that fruit." I feel like that dialogue is funny though, so I'll give it that. But it's like, girl, we're tired. We get it. The homo yeah. and, and, they, and the one homo. thing they're gonna do is is, we get is push the showman, including this one. Right. Uh, girl, this girl. is the original Zanky. This is Kinky. Kunky. The original Zanky is crazy. <laughs> so Ken talks about in the diary room how it's gonna be born and all Michael Will. We get it. So then he talks to Funky and he's like, look, you know. <laughs> I know this is going to be a team effort. I want everybody to be in, gre- in agreement on this. And I feel like Mike definitely needs to go because Will, Will isn't a threat and Mike is. And Ken has a diary room. Um, and he says he feels like because Mike has this idea that Kent owes him one for not nominating him, he's kind of getting tired of that. So, Lee, what the fuck is this? Because apparently Mike feels like Kent owes him 
for not nominating him that first week and that Kent just should nominate him because of that. And no one else thinks this. He's the only one. Well, I don't know why Mike thinks it, but... Will thinks it. But hey, I guess maybe this is just the first season issue. Well, no, it happens in the first season. But it's not like it's... I guess because it's like... Well, I guess he's singing. He kind of hints at that, like, well, Kent, you were an option and I didn't put you up. And it's like, well... You should have told him that. Like, I don't know. You should have made a deal. It's different if you make a deal with him and say... But he's literally the first ever HOH show. Yeah. And Ken, Ken keeps saying, like, I didn't even come up... I didn't tell you not to nominate me. Wait. So. And another gag, too, though. This is really on Mike because Kent approached Mike with a whole alliance week one. He did, and you said no. So. Bye! But I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, don't know what you want from me. He should have said that, but he couldn't expose himself while them alliances. But um, anyways, <laughs> this is where Bun- this is where Kent basically offers if Bunky wants to be a nom. Bunky kind of says, well, no, I wouldn't prefer it. But Kent basically is like, okay, so you want to do it? And then he goes and tells Hardy. And he's like, look, Hardy, I'm thinking we should nom Bunky next to next to, next to uh, Mike. And then we'll vote out Mike. But And then they're I'm laughing. The joke, the joke is <laughs> the facts to him out. <laughs> That is just gonna be so terrible for for Mike that a gay man is the one who stayed over him. Good God! I just like what year are we in? Two thousand one. That wouldn't be that long. Oh God! It's just crazy. It's just crazy. That's on prime time, the main show, bitch. Like whatever, girl. The mothers talk. Krista and Nicole. Mm-hmm. And Nicole is like, I just feel like everyone thinks it's gonna be easy to get Will out, so that's why he's not being a target. And Chris is like, mm, you better watch that Will, man. She says, don't underestimate Will. Now, this is what makes me. This is what confirms to me that Krista is a level above the average player. She's not an average bitch. She's that girl because the well, way that she's clocking Will after hearing one convo, and she knows that he needs to be watched. And people in a season that was playing a whole season with him didn't even clock it. That's how you know she's a better player than the most. He played a whole all-star season, and they left him in that game all season. And Krista clocked after one combo. And Girl. that's like that's definitely why we end up with the positive that we have. Because, like, you know, like, Will has been working on this relationship with Nicole. And I feel like Nicole's at a level where she's like, I mean, I got him sunned. Like, yeah. it's nothing. And it's like, Girl. Yeah. No one can son Will like that, girl. Like, mm-hmm. this is the male version of you. This is the male version of you, girl. Okay? You need to be on. Mm-hmm. Your eyes need to be on 360. She should, honestly, I feel like this combo with Krista went in one year out the other. It should have stayed because that would have told her at the end of that game, that nigga needs to go. Well, because see, that's the gag. The gag is Nicole worried about Krista. That's true. And in the moment, it's hard because in the moment, I, I see why you worried about Krista. Me too. But she's been following our favor a lot recently, so I don't think I would have kept up that. Yeah, honestly, after Kent nom Krista, you might even need to be more worried about Monica. Well, I'm glad you're not. Well, no. Right. Hold on. I'm speaking too soon, because later, let's get there. Let's get there. So, (laughs) Will has a diary room, and he says that Kent told him that um, he's definitely nominated somebody from Chilltown. Um, And then we see the conversation. So Kent and Will have a conversation, and Kent tells him that the whole house wanted Will out, and that it's leaving me to have to go against the grain to do what I'm finna do if I want to keep you from not being nominated. So Kent's basically accepting this deal that Will tried to make earlier, and Kent's like, so between me and you, um, when I was talking to them, 
they said they wouldn't mind if it was Mike over you. And there's a person in this house that I'm even more mad at than I am at Chilltown. And they'll definitely see that in the nomination ceremony. <laughs> it's like, chat, okay. And like, we're definitely starting to see the building blocks. I mean, we'll see throughout this week. Like, this alliance is about to crumble. And yeah. Will is sitting smack dab in the middle. Yeah. No one's looking at him anymore. He's not worrying anymore. Yeah. He ate that up real bad. King. So, Will's idea is if he makes this deal with Kent, he doesn't get nommed, then him, Nicole, and Krista can vote out the other person. <laughs> they really should have discussed that second nominee. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he's thinking it's Bonke, but um, or something, or Hardy, I don't, or Hardy. But it's like no, it's Who's one Chris of the people stop with voting. So yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, then Ken starts asking Will about the whole Mike thing, and Mike thinking he owes him. He doesn't understand it. Will's like, okay, girl, you know, I don't know why he thinks that with the with the woo. But Will ends up making a deal with him that he won't nominate Kent next week if he's or if he's HOH ever again, he won't nominate him. And Will has a diet room and he says, I'm probably the biggest liar in this house. Maybe <laughs> even the biggest liar in California. Maybe even the biggest liar in the United States. Because I'm nominating Kent so fast. <laughs> like, you're hilarious. That man face. Didn't give a fuck. And it's like, and is he, that so hard? Why do people act like, I, I hate the people like a hardy to act like, you just can't do it. You, just, you can't play that way. Like, mm-hmm. no. This is how you need to play. It's a game. Child. And this Why? is the issue with Kent. Why these people face? With Kent deciding these nominees, like, I'm not sure. I don't know how I feel about it. Let me... So, we get to the nomination ceremony. The first key is Will. Gag alive. That was a gag. <laughs> Kent is so... Dramatic. He really is. It's all for the show. That's what it is. So, we end up seeing that the nominees are Mike and Krista. Child. Mike says... Um, oh, Kent says, Mike, I've nommed you because at the beginning of the game, Chilltown was this hateful and they represented hate and and, and, and disrespect and mean spiritedness and you associated with yourself with that side of the house so that's why I nominated you and he said Krista I feel like you've been playing the game for Krista by Krista you've entered with confidences with people and then you you you've betrayed those confidences <laughs> and, 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 and I just don't like the way you played the game so he called them out as every and, they and do this at every nomination ceremony. They do, and I will say these early. That's what I love about these earlier seasons. Like bring this back. The HOA putting it on the floor, and the nominees putting mm-hmm. it on the floor again. Because <laughs> the way bitches is getting called out left and right, I love this. I love this mm-hmm. so much. And that's Bailey would have thrived. Okay, because now you, you're not going to nominate me and not get going off on baby. Not going to happen. But um, it's honestly just dumb. That's why people stop doing it because. Yeah, because why are you beefing with them? For Kent, Kent. why the fuck did you nominate Krista, no intention of her going home, but dragging her name through the mud with Mm -hmm. no one agreeing? Yep. I was going to ask you how you feeling about the nom. Do you think he did the right thing? No, it was dumb. (laughs) It was dumb. It was dumb because you give Will the second life. I mean, he goes on to win. And he's able to make these alliances, make new allegiances that Kent is not involved in. And then Krista, you just made an enemy out of her. Like, Krista was not yeah. targeting Bunky. 
you know, um, I mean, she was not targeting uh, Kent necessarily. Mm-hmm. You drew the line in the sand. You yeah. the one who drew the first punch, and you don't expect her to leave. So why would she not come after you moving forward? Yeah, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. He should have put up Mike and Will, re-solidify his allegiances with the other people, mm-hmm. and move you still can make him. a deal with Will. If Will you, stay, you, you can still, still can make, make your deal. deal with Will. You can still make your deal with Will. If I make sure you stay, we'll still go have a fake ass deal because it's not real anyways. Will is still nominated. Y'all. Oh, that's it. not. Y'all, Josh23 says, I, I rewatched season six recently and I was 100% support of the friendship. Well, Josh, when we used to rewind season six, we'll have to discuss. I've seen season six more than I've seen any other season. And let me just say, I have never. <laughs> been in support of the friendship. Now, I will say, April, I stand April a little bit. But the friendship as a whole, it's never going to get back. Even they energy was just so nasty. I they just have it. just rank, dank-ass energy. Like, their aura their aura is like doo-doo. Dark. Yeah. Some would say murderous. Mike pops off because you're not going to nominate me and I'm going to keep it cute. Girl, I didn't think Mike was going to get bucked like this now. Well, this is my thing. So he says, Mike says, I just want to know when you go home and your daughter. Oh, I hate when people. You bring up my daughter? Stop bringing up people's children. Why do people think that's cute? Why do people think that's cute? <laughs> and that's why I find hilarious. This, this season like has cute. everything. This season has showmen. It got people calling up people. It got people bringing up kids and family. It was a proposal. <laughs> like, th- this season. We got evacuations. What's it called? It's people it's getting failed, blind size. Uh, the house is shifting. Like, I just uh, feel like this season has Everything. everything like this is the origin. There isn't one thing in Big Brother history that did not happen in this season first. Floating, period. <laughs> Literally flipping so the like, game, like going from the bottom to the top. Pocket. <laughs> on Kent Daughter's birthday, period. <laughs> on Kent Daughter's birthday, so says, how, would, like, how would your daughter feel if you go home and she says, "Daddy, why did you nominate Mr. Mike Boogie?" After he didn't nominate you on the first week. And I was kidding, I would say, now, Boogie, why would my daughter say a damn thing like that? <laughs> she asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> Be for real. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? <laughs> that was crazy. But Kim was like, I never asked you not to nominate me. So I don't know why I need you. I owe you loyalty that all these other people don't owe you. Does everybody else owe you loyalty? And Mike was like, because you won the car. And you told me that all the girls was trying to work together to get you out and you needed help. Exposed, exposed. Child, 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 child. child. Um, Ken said I had no, he said, Ken said it's a game. I had no way of knowing that everybody was after me. And Mike was like, don't contradict yourself about that. Um, And Mike ends it off and he's basically like, I just don't want y'all to keep saying that Chilltown does this and Chilltown does that when all of y'all are doing the same thing. Are y'all not working together? Are y'all not trying to just gang up against us? Is that not what's happening? Period. Kent, you know what? What I will say is, is that you can do what you want, but you're not going to win this game. I don't see you winning this game. And here you go, Kent. Here you go, Kent. Here you go, Kent. I mean, that's cool. I don't care about when I leave. I care about how I leave. <laughs> <laughs> And to me, he didn't eat that up at all. No, I mean, he didn't eat that at all. I don't what? think he ate that, but the delivery, he knows him. 
He's out of 10. Okay. Because, yeah. because Mike just got done saying this long ass shit. And then he ended with the I don't care. And then and walks out. And, and, like, and, I, the, it, and walked away. Because at the end of the day, guess what? You still nominated. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, what was Will doing during this argument? Look around, everybody on you. Same thing he was doing with Shannon. Quiet as hell. <laughs> so you can go ahead and go off. Yeah. And I'm going to sit here real cute, calm, and collected. I don't know. Not on the block was. with my key around my neck. <laughs> Literally. Child. So after this, of course, Mike, um, Mike is a little heated. He's mad. And Mike, Mike is telling Hardy, he's like, I mean, we just don't have to pretend that we like each other. I don't have to pretend to be nice to him. He don't got to pretend to be nice to me. And I don't know why y'all all trying to act like y'all aren't a group. Y'all are clearly a group. And Hardy was like, I never said we wasn't a group. I never said he wasn't a group. Hardy, got all, like, Hardy always got to It ain't me. It ain't me. I didn't do. Like, he's always getting offended at something. Sit down somewhere, Hardy. It's like he always ready to put somebody in the face. Because yeah. these dogs going to holler. Hit dogs on motherfucking holler. Mike didn't say Hardy name once, but Hardy at the table arguing. Girl, bye. Hit dogs. But Mike was like, you've been on front with me. Kent is the one who wasn't on front. My problem was with Kent. Is with Hardy was like, okay. Man, girl, Hardy ain't nobody scared of you. The fuck? Mm, Nobody's scared, but. Let me stop. So, um, after this. Kent is in the house. Chris is outside, and Chris is um, basically consoling Mike. Mike is angry. He's walking around angry, doing angry push-ups. What is this called? Bitch press. Angry he running around press. the basketball court. All Man, of that. Randomly, side note, why is there no basketball court? No more? What happened to that? Maybe they got tired of like moving it out of the way so they can build the competitions. So they was like, I mean, like, all you got to do is move, move it out the way. Yeah. They lazy. You see the comments. <laughs> Girl. Um, Kent talking shit about Krista. Clearly he got big view because he's like, Krista out there trying to make some deals. I mean, she Mark, all she did was hug him. They both nominated. Like, what the fuck? Let them be sad. Damn. Anyways, Krista has a diary room later on and she's like, the gag is nobody agrees with Kent's speech. So I don't know why he gave the speech in the first place. <laughs> the fuck? Krista so do not McCall. like what he said. At all. She's she's dead stuck on what he said this whole week. And it's like, girl, you need to be trying to get them both. I don't know what you're talking about. But she goes yeah, to Nicole. She she like, say. She's like, Nicole, have you ever betrayed your trust? And Nicole was like, that don't got nothing to do with me. When Kent was speaking, Kent was speaking for himself. Whole Queen. time. Whole time. And this is what I, this is, and you gotta watch this. Because mm-hmm. these are two mothers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is really like a one-sided beef at this time. Yeah. It becomes two-sided. If you know, you know. But Nicole in DR, she says that Krista is totally going to every single person and telling them what they want to hear about anybody. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at this point, Nicole starts looking at Krista heavy. I think that she's mm-hmm. not worried about anyone else in this game. Who else will she be worried about? Nobody to be worried about. It's a bunch of flops. I think she's clocked. And it makes sense because I think arguably, I mean, until this week, Krista and Nicole were the two best players, the two best players in the season, mm-hmm. and they definitely had the most win equity. And I think Nicole clocked who her biggest competition is at this moment, and mm-hmm. Krista because 
of everything else going on, she's, I just she's not aware of it. And uh -huh. uh, I just like that's really bad because I don't think Chris was gonna worry about Nicole for a minute. I don't think she's in her sights at all. And it's like, mm -hmm. ooh, that's bad because Nicole is from the sidelines clocking tea. Mm -hmm. That's the issue with I think there's like two things that really really make this bubble over. One, the the game Krista is playing, which is being in the middle, it's just so much harder. You're gonna get clocked a little bit. So that's making Krista distracted because she got to keep up with all that and she's getting clocked. Second thing, Krista won an early HOH and she had to nom Kent. You made an enemy, Kent spy right back on the ass. Now you kind of have to focus on Kent and Bunky. You're distracted. She's distracted. And it's like if Nicole, per se, won an early HOH versus Krista, would it be easier to clock Nicole? Because Krista hasn't had to show her card. Krista had to show her cards for winning that HOH, if her cards was empty and there were no cards on the table, it would probably take a little bit longer for people to catch on to what she's doing. That's Whereas true. here, your cards are just in my face, bitch. You put it in my face. Mm -hmm. Put it on the floor. So now I know you don't want the activeness to kind of hide. Everyone in this yeah. season is so open, yeah. you know? And I feel like to play that kind of flutter type strategy, you have to be a little reserved and hold your cards close mm -hmm. to your chest because you don't need to know people. You don't need people knowing what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Next. But this is the first season. So I'm thinking of like, okay, eventually when I have to raid Krista, I'm I'm trying to factor in all of this. She's still playing at a higher level than people today. Literally. So I'm thinking, so I'm thinking like, sure, she's fucking up a little bit, but it's like, baby, this is the first ever season. Mm -hmm. So you're one of our first mothers ever. So. And so it's like, I'm really trying to think of where I would place Krista as a player because she's clearly that girl. She has wheel clock and she's she doesn't even make it to the end, end game. And she has Will Clark. It's just, it's just, she's that girl. She's that girl. She's that girl. She does it. But, and Will um, knows it too. Period. But Krista says, it's on with Kent. If I say, it's on. She says it's that multiple on. times. It's on. It's on. It's on. Show me. <laughs> I don't even remember this scene. Yes, I do. I have written down, Hardy walks up to Monica and Krista whining like a little baby. So I'm pretty sure that's what he was doing. And he's mad that Mike is upset. He says, I hate this part. This part just sucks because why do we have to just act like this? And why do we have to do this? And, uh? So he goes inside and he goes to Nicole. He says, you know what? I just I just can't do this anymore, Nicole. I, I'm just done with all of the shenanigans and hoopla. It's just a lot of hoopla. Not even saying shit. We really don't even know where this started. I guess like I said I think maybe he started like regretting some of his past actions in the house, so he just started spiraling because it's random. Conscience. Definitely a guilty conscience. That's what it's given because this is just random. Like he's going to literally every last one of his allies, and it's like I'm alone. I'm canceling all of my alliances. What? Look, I don't have no beef with you. But anything we had, it's just not something I want to be a part of. I just want to be. And then Bucky was like, oh, we get to be friends. Right. That's all I want to be is friends. That's all friends. I want to be. I don't even want to. Bucky ain't that. I don't even want to be a part of nothing. All of these groups and stuff, I just don't want to. I just feel like. Actually, matter of fact, anything that has to do with the reason that we're here, I don't want to talk about. What the fuck does that mean? This nigga said. Why anything here? that has to do with the reason we're here. Noms, HOH, competition. I don't want to talk about. Huh? You should have been He's on the Bow out. Leave. Bye. You let Shannon go home. My, uh, God, Hardy didn't win this game. I mean, didn't win this game. Because if he did, I would be pissed because he didn't want to be here. Well, neither did we. 
Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, but Will wasn't canceling alliances. And... But he wasn't canceling alliances to do all this extra shit. Like, please. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. So mm. Kent calls Bunky to the room. That's his bestie. And he's like, bro, what the fuck is going on with Hardy? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what's up Hardy's ass? <laughs> what's up Hardy's ass? Literally, though. <laughs> Kent hilarious little bit. He's like, I don't know. They're actually a cute-ass duo. If they really are. Like, if they I really are. On live feeds, or just something similar to this on live feeds in a future season, like, I want to see an unlikely duo. We haven't got one of those in a minute. Those are hot. I love those. Mm, like, yeah. Period. Like, I don't well, know. I, like, I was just gonna I was gonna say Corey in America, but sorta kinda they remind me of Jessica and Eric Stein from BA. Yeah. Like they are that her, coded. Yeah. Very that coded. They are down to the placements, bitch. But uh boom. So Bunky's like, girl, I don't know what's tea. Like, Hardy's just doing a lot. He's really doing a lot. And Bunky, this is why I like Bunky. Because he has a diary room. And he says, I think Hardy is really just playing the game. And he's trying to, like, pretend to be as honest as possible. But really, he's playing the game. And it's like, Bunky has everybody clock. Because you, I just, like, at the end of the day, you wouldn't still be there if you were not there to try and win. You still want to win. You would have a day. I guess, like he said later, he's PMSing. I guess guess that's what that was. That was one of his PMSs. He's a little bitch. I'm sorry. Fine to look at, but goddamn. Shut up. Literally. Just shut up and be fine. That's what you're here for. That's what you were casting for. Yep. Literally. (laughs) We get, like, a cute little music section. Buggy's teaching um, niggas how to break dance. He should have been teaching people how to rap. Was he teaching people how to rap? Should have been. Well, actually, he, he can't teach nobody because he can't rap himself. And he can't hear many breakdowns. I'm My so name is Mike Boogie. Boogie. I'm so happy he out. I'm, from I'm the hood. so happy he out. But don't worry about Krista. She looks real good. We standing up tall and okay. we got it all. But it don't matter because I'll never fall. Okay. That's how he, he rapped. No, no, Was that off the dome? But it's off the dome, though. That was off the dome. That was off the dome. Okay, Cheryl Boogie. Don't. <laughs> Maybe Dr. Farrell. Okay, so <laughs> we get to the luxury comp. They first have this cute little segment segment where they got to guess whose CD is who, who, whose favorite CD this is. So they're pulling it out the bag and they're reading the CD and then they're guessing which one it is. The only one I recognized was uh, Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. Everybody else had some some. My bands, you know they white y'all. So I knew Michael Jackson, but I didn't know the other people. And that was Monica's. Shout out to her. And they go outside. They had this ghetto ass competition that you could have in your back. Ghetto. That was so like, girl. I could have made that. They have a bowl. It's not even a competition. It's a bowl it, it in the pool. Even backyard little thing. It was like the level that they have took these competitions now is so hilarious. But I will say though. I, used, I, I I always say, like, I don't watch these other little competitions. Watching these older seasons, it means that so much more. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need the upscale comps with all of these colors nope. and all of these mechanics and all of these big lights and shows. I don't need all of these hard-ass, weird questions. Put them in the backyard. You don't even need to change the backyard. I don't care. Like, I don't mind. Like, the HOH going into week five, like, Every HOA so far has basically been in the backyard questions about mm-hmm. the house guests. Every single one. I love that. That's, That's all, all I need. need. That's literally all I need. And it's and called you get such that, diverse they, they, Literally. Literally. It's just, uh, it, it, they had such a good product. I don't get it. I don't get it. They don't trust their cast. 
it's down to that. This, they trusted the cast. The cast is going to deliver. And it did. But now they're relying on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, remember the, the few times where, like, um, they had a twist and the cast eating so much, they were like, oh, we got to cancel this. So we got to edit this yeah. a little bit. Because it's like yeah. sometimes the cast is not needed. Yeah. They did it with BB-17. They was going to have double HOH for a while. But it started eating so bad. They was like, never mind. Hold on. Hold on, Holiday. <laughs> or who, who had one random, it was going to be a twist every week. And they're like, we're not doing it was it BB-18? It was... I think it was also BB-17. It was BB-17. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was. They were a twist every single week. And, like, one of those twists, the first one was the Amazing Race twist. And they yeah. had... I forget, it was something, something else after. Oh, the one that Davon got. And then after that, they were like, yeah. was it. Yeah, who's ready for a takeover? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, stop all that. So they throw the CDs in there. Monica wins. She gets to listen to her music. Love that for her. Because that was the only That is Michael Jackson, King. Right. And the Big Brother House, period. Period. Will is Mr. Shannon. And we also see people talk about how Will has been acting, you know, calmer. Really nice. Cooking, cleaning, taking out the trash, Mm -hmm. girl. And it's really just that the OG. Literally, there is not one thing I feel like that someone can do or say in New Era doesn't leave back to this season. Because how many people say they're going to go in their house and cook and clean and, 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 and do all this type of shit? Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what Nicole do. That's the yeah, Nicole, yeah. Nicole is Molly the maid, and she complained about being Molly the maid. But I also think it's a strategy. Yeah. Why would you have the person that literally cooks and cleans every day for us? I'm, I'm not <laughs> You saw what happened this just last season. BB all the way They they was dragging them. With, they said we will not eat without them, which is so crazy. But they which were dead ass saying. But it's they a were strategy. literally saying it's a strategy. We want to leave her in longer so we can eat. Yeah, Y'all are terrible true. people, by the way. But hey, we both <laughs> like God. Uh, which I feel like I would definitely have to be in that environment to see if I really feel that way. Because <laughs> I will say it is very convenient. Oh, you it is very convenient. I just wake up and it's clean. It's cooked. Oh, maybe you don't need to go. I we gonna get it. We gonna get into it when we get to my lady May scene. All right, so <laughs> we get America's Choice, and they ask. Um, we asked America. We polled a hundred people. Which house guest would you like to see receive a three minute phone call from the home? Who would you vote for, Lee? Um, Monica. Me too, because she's black. And that's all. We pause it here and we're gonna come back to it later. After this, we see this is my favorite scene. This is my favorite fucking scene. It's Nicole and Bunky, and they're in the kitchen. And they're basically because both of them are married, and they're basically talking about some like, you know, because Hardy like walks past. They're like, you know how something just in the room and you just can't touch, like. You just can't touch it, but it's just there all the time with you. And Bucky was like, no, Nicole, listen, this is what it's like. Imagine you're on a deserted island. Nothing's there. Nothing to eat. And what's the fruit? What's the vegetable you just don't really care? Zucchini. Zucchini. So zucchini's on the island. You can't eat it. You can't eat it. You you can't touch zucchini. You don't really care about zucchini that much at all like that anyways. But it's just around. The first day, you good. You don't want the zucchini. Some days pass. You're like, "Mm, maybe. And then weeks pass, and it's like, you really want the zucchini. Mind you, the zucchini touches you sometimes. Sometimes you touch the zucchini. Like, at, th- at that point, 
you just really, really want some zucchini. Now, zucchini is party. And what I love about this is nobody but a gay man could give this analogy. I <laughs> love hearing gay men talk about I love Marce Marcellus talking about how fine Kaser is and how his musk and how his, <laughs> his steak is still good. Nobody but a gay person can relate to what he's talking about. Like, no girl has ever said that in Big Brother House. Neither of these things. Like, I've never heard a girl describe a man in this way. And it's because he's gay. Like, I love the gay shit because I need a more a, a gay person who's single or something who can give me that type of feeling again because I miss, like, seeing, like, myself on that screen. Like, that's exactly what I would say about Hardy. If I ever want to say something about her, this is what I would say. Like, this man, like, ooh, ooh, I just want to touch him. But, um, love, <laughs> love the gays. And I'm going to love Marcellus. When Marcellus starts talking about boy, it's so, he's just, he, he hears me. He gets you. <laughs> he gets me so good. Like, oh my God. Like, he said, Kesa has this bus. And it's like, you would think it stinks, but it doesn't. It like smells. We're going to get there. So, Nicole um, <laughs> is shaving Will's body hair. Yuck. Social queen. I didn't do that. Is that a queen? Oh, a social queen. I feel like, like, every time we see Nicole, it's, she's doing some specific activity with somebody. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you work it out with Sam? She's, a, she's playing the She knows what the fuck she's doing. Yes! She knows what the fuck she's doing. And she tries to act coy. That's what Nicole, she tries to act, oh, this is, I just like working out. You ain't worked out since Shanna left. So Will has an iron. He says this is going to be a perfect time to talk to the queen of the, of the house because can nobody hear us? We have to massage. She's saving my body. So Will says, "Is there any way we could save Mike this week?" Nicole was like, "I getting Krista out." Nicole is so like abrasive. <laughs> she would piss me off low key, but it's like she's the queen of the house. That was that was a hilarious response. Like, uh, what are you talking about? And it was, was very like, much like duh. Basically, it was like don't duh me. And I'm this whole time, she was really just like, like, Nicole, you feeling herself? Because she was like, yeah, but how are we going about doing it? I'd pull someone in. Yeah, but who? <laughs> anybody. <laughs> I can pull anyone But we was basically asking her, okay, are you interested in this? Are you interested in potentially saving Mike? And Nicole was like, I just don't feel like Mike said this. I feel like you're saying this. <laughs> and you want me to do and that's it, so. exactly what's happening and that's exactly what's happening and she's like so i mean mike would have to talk to me about it and if he comes to me then i'd i'd entertain it and then you just obviously see the difference because like will has been cultivating this relationship with this woman who hated him was mm -hmm. literally volunteering to go up next day every week too to send him home mm -hmm. cultivating relationship with him to where she is literally talking strategy with him about trying to keep his closest ally and the person who was not the most hated out of the three like mike was so liked compared to them too. And mm -hmm. she's like, well, he ain't talking to me. And it's like, why isn't you talking to her? Why haven't you been had a relationship with her? Will has been making this relationship and you haven't? What has Mike been doing these last few weeks? Just yeah, being hated? Just being hated, girl. So um, Nicole's a diary room. She says, honestly, Krista is a bigger threat than either of them. So I'm genuinely <sighs> thinking about this and I don't know. She got I'm my doing. sister clock down, y'all. Real bad. Oh, it's my so God. bad. Mind you, Krista ain't had one in our room yet. I'm thinking, girl, Nicole is right there. Hello. Like, I, like, yeah, I, I could definitely see, like, from Krista's perspective, like, why would Nicole be a threat for her right now? Yeah. Meanwhile, that's the main person with your name in her mouth. More than Kent. Yeah. Right now. Like, fuck. <laughs> so, we get the America's Choice results. Hardy gets it. He talks to his grandma. Congratulations. Next. We get a segment. About how the, how the house is haunted, bitch. And, and is it haunted or are they just a little 
it would just take them some time. Well, because... the, the things that they're saying is like they, they're hearing things and stuff like that. And it's like people literally walk through the walls of the Big Brother house. It's the, Those are the producers, babe. So it's like the voices that you're hearing is them talking about y'all. Y'all are in the factory, remember? Y'all are in y'all on the set. This is not a real house. The camera's moving. Probably what you hear. And then they outside. Who is it? Kit and Monica. Kit and Monica. I like Kit and Monica always having some funny ass scene together. It's a crow. And here go Monica. She said, Did you see that crow here yesterday? Kent said no. He was like, it was, but it wasn't here the day before. Kent said, "Mm." What? They really clocking teeth. He was like, what? so it seems like the crow only comes on days when there's a lot of turmoil. <laughs> and it's like, y'all are bull. Y'all got nothing to talk about. Kent was like, did you see that cross? Or what's it called? What do you say? Rosary? Whatever. The cross it was, was in the cross. yard. It was burning in the yard. It was man. Burning in the yard. And she said, mm-hmm. He said, let me show you. She went over there. She said, oh, no. I got to go. Y'all, mind you, it don't even look like a T. Barely a T. It looks like an Like one of the let. It wasn't even. That was not a cross, y'all. If you haven't seen it, it's not a cross. It was it was the it was the shadow of the of the hang line. The, what's it called? The, it the was given cross. No, <laughs> <laughs> but they're bored. So after this, Big Brother provides them with a Ouija board. They get the Ouija board. They start using Girl, it. Would you be participating? Not in twenty twenty four, but I think in two thousand and one. Because there's more propaganda about all that shit. More movies. There would have been no movies. No Portugal. Uh, no... The, the Blair Witch Project came out in like nineteen ninety nine. That's T. They had like, but they were That's T. But that was like a witch, kind of. I don't think. I think after paranormal activity is when I started getting real, real scared. At this point, I think I would have been too, too, too detached from the idea. So I think I would have did it like a dumbass. But um, they're all doing it. Will has the idea. He says he wants to include himself in everything, but just not be at the head of everything. But he wants to make sure he's included in it. Mm-hmm. So the spirit board they're using um spells out Jim. Allegedly, because what you mean? It, it's not moving, is it? But anyways, it spells out Jim. I was saying they wasn't moving the child. So Will says, "Y'all being dead ass this, right now." This story is so hilarious. Honestly. He said, "He says, he says, and actually, guys, being so serious right now. Um, I have a cousin, and he died out in Tokyo on an oil rig." And the oil rig um, collapsed, and he ended up dying. And they were like, and his, his name was Jim. He's like, his name was James, but uh, go short for Jim. So he had a diary, and he said, <laughs> you know, I'm just playing along, telling them what they want to hear. I mean, I do have a cousin named James, but he didn't die in an oil rig. <laughs> Say this. What? What are you doing? <laughs> he just made it up. But that's me. I just be lying. He just like that, right? <laughs> like, Libra a little bit because I just be lying just like that. But anyways, after this, the board, they're doing a Ouija board and it spells out Margie, which is Krista's mom's name. Now, mm-hmm. this is what I was like, Lee, what's T? Because they said no one knew her name. No one knew Girl. her name. And if no one knew her name, who the fuck was moving the thing? That, uh-huh. that means they wasn't moving it on purpose. So that means the shit is real, Lee. And I don't fuck with that shit. You don't fuck with horses. I don't want to talk about it for too long. Mm-mm. All right, next. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrified. Child. So after this, Nicole goes to speak with Will in the bathroom. And Will is like, is it far-fetched? Nicole is so crazy with her responses. He's like, is it far-fetched to maybe pitch an alliance with you, me, and Mike? And she's like, no. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, okay. Like, I mean, let's let's keep working on it. So they're going to keep working on it. I love, he keeps, and this is something that people do not do in Big Brother. They'll 
uh, like forge a plan with someone or have this idea of an alliance or a group or something like that, and they will not keep checking up on it. You can't mm-hmm. tell someone day one, let's start something, and then never talk to them again and expect them to have your back. And a lot of people do that. Or a lot mm-hmm. of people just have these ideas and plans, and they'll try to initiate it and then never check with that person again. Like, you have to continue to check with people and stay on them. And I mean, that's how he got his relationship with Nicole in the first place. Like, he continuously spoke with her. Mm-hmm, exactly. So after this, he keeps going to work. He goes and tells Mike about the conversation he had. And he basically tells him, you need to go talk to her because she basically wants you to talk to her. And Mike basically feels like, I can't do that. You know, like, I can't do this against Krista. Krista's the one. If it wasn't, for, you know, this is different. It's not as if it's me and you and we're bowing out. It's Krista. And I just feel like I can't do this. Mind you, he was like, just telling shout out to Krista, I guess. Shout out to Krista, but he was just telling Will last week, don't quit for Shannon. Like, I need you in this game, all this other yeah. shit. And now the roles are reversed, and he can't do it for Krista. You're not even a real showman's with Krista. Exactly. Krista, not even on you like that. I don't know. So, and, and my like, really gives Krista a social game queen. Okay. That's a mama right there. Does. Um, Mike ain't feeling it. We see the next day they kind of talk about it a little bit again and Will is basically like, you need to like leave your emotions out of it. You need to just separate your emotions from the game. Just act like a robot and act like you don't care. And you know, at the end of the day, what do you really want? And Mike, it seems a little bit more open to it at this point, but... Mm-hmm. Bro, we still see really our conversation happen. with him and Nicole. The main thing that yep. Nicole wants is him to pitch it to her, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen. Nope. So, there you go. After this, we get the mandatory house meeting. <laughs> we see. Scenes. I love this. I want them to bring this back. I, I, I you like, like the mandatory house meeting? Yeah, even though a veto is there, too. I feel like this is something separate from the veto meeting. Like, and also I feel like you can just cultivate this idea of okay, in this house meeting, you know, like a tribal council. Uh, everyone's kind of very open, and honest to yeah. a point of like, girl, you could kind of get in trouble for that in the game. No, like, I, I kind of want this idea of this is a place that we can get all of our issues out, like there was some drama this week. So it can be like, well, I want to call this issue out and everyone just talks about it. Like, I would love if that was like a thing. You know what? You're so right. It would fucking eat because I'm thinking about it. BB25, the week Izzy goes home, Monday house meeting. Mandatory, mandatory meeting. Monday house meeting where we all have to sit here and talk. And, and either Corey is just going to say it or Jared might be like something. And get this. Let's say Corey and Jared don't want to speak about it. Neither of them bring it up. You know who will? Bowie Jane. Well, I well, don't want to. There was a conversation up in the. It would get it would get brought up, and they would have to talk about it. A so lot of times, it would be interesting. You eat that like, up. I'm thinking of like, um, even like BB21. A lot of that turmoil in those early weeks. I mean, hell, BB15. Mm-hmm. A lot of those seasons where the real problematic shit is happening. If you yeah. have these mandatory house meetings and you. I think in those moments you can force them to talk about it. Well, you will be discussing the racism this week. Yep. <laughs> and that with E, actually. Wow, they need to bring some shit back. Like, I mean, the, the thing is, the formula is there. The formula is there. They got the platform. They just not executing it. <laughs> Child. So Nicole basically brings up that um, she feels like she's the maid of the house. She mm-hmm. feels like I'm the only one who cleans, and when I try to clean, don't nobody else want to cook and clean. And they kind of cut her off, and they're like, oh, wait, oh, woo. And Monica's like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, What happens is, is it seems like whenever we feel like we're ready to clean or we're going to go clean something, it's already done. You don't have any time in between the time that you're ready 
something's dirty and us cleaning it. There's no time for us to do it. And then Hardy kind of says, you know, why is it your responsibility to clean? He feels like um, people, the rest of us just don't find it that dirty as fast as you. It takes you a day and then you're ready to clean he something. And it it takes every two days. And, and honestly, I feel Nicole so bad because when I was younger, I had a problem with cleanliness. I had to really, really clean everything. I would, it, My body would literally itch. If stuff was dirty, I would be itching. It could be just a dust mite. I would have to clean it. And then I kind of grew out of it a little bit. And then when I got roommates, I was like, oh, but I had to just learn. I really had to just learn to, to just sometimes shit going to be dirty. But I feel her so bad. Like they're like, they're saying like, oh, like, you know, clearly they're basically saying like, it doesn't have to be cleaned every two days. Like some of us can probably stand it a little bit longer. Some people only clean it like once a week. But it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's multiple people using that it's same studio, bathroom. Yeah. I don't even think the HOH has their own bathroom. So it's like, even the HOH is using it. So it's yeah. like, Y'all are it dirty. not really gets dirtier it's faster than it would in a normal household. Mm-hmm. Y'all are definitely dirty. Um, I would be cleaning that big brother house just as much as Nicole. So mm-hmm. I'll pull you. But I do, I, I kind of do like the sentiment of, well, girl, if you're going to do it, don't get mad. You about can't it. be complaining about it. Just do it and shut up, really. Either do or, it or just don't do it. Or crap land. Like, it needs to be a, a household thing. So if I'm, I'm cleaning it this night, the next person on the list, okay, unless you're evicted, we move on to the yeah. next person, you know? Yeah. Like, something like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. So they kind of argue about it a little bit, but um, at the end of the argument, they kind of re- just resolve that um, Nicole is definitely just more clean than them. She's more cleanly, and if she's going to do that, she's going to do that. And then she goes and cleans right after. So I guess she's letting off the stress. She mentions that. She mentions when I'm angry that that's something I just do to let off stress. And it's like, okay, go let, go go clean then. Clearly you're angry. Okay. <laughs> and I was telling Mr. Farrell off the podcast, like, it's hilarious how, like, Nicole does have this very abrasive personality. She goes off on people all the time. She pisses mm-hmm. people off, but they don't want to target her. And, like, I feel like that's so, I was going to say Vanessa coded, but that's just Nicole coded, bitch. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that she's kind of able to have, like, these sort of relationships where people get, like, annoyed, but they still want to work with her is just really mm-hmm. interesting to watch because, especially in these earlier seasons, it's about how you are as a person. Like, if people mm-hmm. don't like you, you're definitely going to go home. That's all you can do yeah. about it. But Nicole has established herself so well in this game that she is not in that position. Yeah. Mother, really, like, uh. I feel like I can't really compare it because I feel like the reason is people trust her because she's so real. And it's like, that's kind of rare. I'm trying to think of like another person who has that energy, but it's kind of rare. But it's like, I think that's why she has so much, like, she doesn't have a target on her back because people are just like, that's a real ass bitch. She's going to tell me if I don't like her. If she don't fuck with me, she's going to tell me, which isn't true. But she just seems so upfront that she kind of just assumes she's a real ass bitch. Um, so there's that. Monica's is mad because she feels like Nicole's doing a lot. So Monica's outside. She's like, Nicole's on a rampage. I guess she's mad about this, this, and this. And I just mm-hmm. feel like if, you, if you're going to clean, then you can't be bitching about it as well. And it's like, period. But we also see Nicole is mad at at Monica. <sighs> and Nicole said, if I went HOH, you know, a fuck throwing Will out of here. I'm going for Monica. And it's like, baby, you could try. Because <laughs> I don't know how you're going to make that happen. You could definitely put her, up, put her up next to who? Girl, she getting, girl, stick to Krista. If you're going right. to take out a mother, let it be Krista. The fuck? you're trying. You're trying to get real bad right now. Not Miss Mona. Monia, what is it? Monia. Monia. Period. Yeah. They started calling her that during the uh, competition. They're like, yes, Monia. It's like, period. I love a good nickname. So after this, Will, um, 
went to the room and he's talking about the. It seemed like the smoker's still trying to take out the chill town. And I don't like that. Like, what you talking about? Not the smokers. Um, no, that is hilarious. Calling them the smokers is so hilarious. I always love like, like the alliance name that the minority comes up with for the other people. It's, it's so funny. Speaking of alliance names, Chilltown is a cool ass alliance name. Like just thinking of it, like like damn. And I'm, I'm like thinking that I'm like, and, um, Sovereign Six. I was going to ask you if there's if there's other ones. You like Sovereign Six? I like Sovereign Six. Is okay. I like Sovereign Six. If they weren't dumb. I honestly would have said Fountain, but they were so bad. They were so bad. They were so fucking bad. And I think the name, it's like, the name is just bad, too, because they were so bad. Like, it fits. Like, you got this lazy-ass name. <laughs> it's very fitting. End, and y'all flopped. It's a very <laughs> fitting name. I will say that. I don't know. I just want another cool, a really cool name. The cookout is cool. <laughs> the cookout is really cool. The cookout is, is probably the best I would have liked brown sugar babies, but that wasn't real. I would have liked that too if it was real. It was fake. A lot of lines are fake, or like the ones that have cool names. I don't necessarily love the members. Like I think the Hitman is kind of a cool name. Yeah, that's cute. I'm just not good by the people. But um, love the guy. <laughs> I'm love just saying. Another example. I I I ain't gonna lie. Like I don't hate Grateful, but then when I think of who's associated I with Grateful. Mm. You think it's kind of cute? I don't know. I think grateful. I think grateful could have been cute. It's just the people. It's what I think the people make up an alliance. A little they do. Bit. It they it do. really does. Because at the end of the day, if I don't fuck with, because honestly, if I'm taking my favoritism out and level six was the people I fucked with, I think I would like the name level six if mm -hmm. it was the bitches I fucked with. Oh, uh, someone said leftovers is fun. I did kind of like the leftovers. Leftovers is a creative name. I love the creativity. I though. like that's why I like when it's like. Something throughout. That's why I don't hate Fountain because yeah. it's like five of us at the end. Grateful mm -hmm. has the eight and great. Like I like play on. Here he go, y'all. Josh twenty three talking about the friendship. I hate the name the friendship. That's so lame. It's like it's like the good people or or something like that. Like that oh, shit is lame. We're friends. We're the friendship. That's kind of what grateful gives too. We're just grateful for each other. Oh my god. Anyway, um, <laughs> child, this you is don't leave get... Josh Trey lines alone. That's the look. Friendship Defender, head Maggie Defender. Girl, I can't. I think I will be standing Maggie though, especially when we we rating and shit. I'm gonna have to give mother her tens. I'm yeah, especially when she ate up. Uh, Howie, shout out nine. Nothing. <laughs> we don't it might be a ten, depending. We'll see when we get there. We go see what we get. Hardy, this is where we get the Hardy and Kent beef. It's starting to brew. So Hardy has that room. He says, ever since Kent won HOH, he think he'd he the head of the house. And he's not, because I am. Really what it's giving is Hardy's mad that he's not the head honcho right now. And he feels like Kent is trying to take that over. And he don't like that. Because Kent is telling Hardy, he's like, um, oh, he said, I feel like if you're going to tell us that you're not a part of the alliance, then you really just not a then you're not really a part of the alliance. That's not somebody I'm going to protect. Talking about Krista, of course. And we know Hardy's fucking with Krista, so Hardy don't like that. And Hardy was like, I mean, I, I just don't know. And it's like, what are you talking about Hardy? Like what? He's talking about Hardy. When you said, oh, when he was saying that Hardy is walking around saying that he doesn't want to be in the alliance, then if you're not a part of the alliance, then how are you going to be protected by the alliance? Mm -hmm. And Hardy was like, um, I don't like he doesn't want to sit down and discuss the vote with everybody and with the with the woo. But my thing is, Hardy's been being like whiny all week, so I'm not surprised that Kent is approaching it this way because you kind of literally just said you didn't want to be part of the group, 
you literally just said you don't want to talk about the vote. So Kenny's basically calling him out on that. And Hardy's kind of getting mad at him. I think Kim yeah. breaks it down pretty well, though, because he's like, <laughs> like I, I mean, at the end of the day, as an alliance, when we win, we have to look at people outside of that alliance. And if you're saying you don't want to be part of the group, then you're naturally going to be looked at. I don't know how that's not common sense for Hardy. I don't Hardy know how he has an attitude of like, so if I don't talk and if I don't sit down and talk and discuss my vote and discuss what I'm going to put up, and then, then I'm, I'm, I'm a target. Yeah. We don't I'm know what like- you're thinking. Is that not common sense? I feel like he just wasn't thinking when he did it. But that thing, Hardy's weird because I feel like if you're going to say you're not a final alliance, why are you mad when someone else is just basically saying, repeat? Basically, he doesn't want to be an alliance, but he doesn't want to be targeted. So he doesn't want to play the game, That's but it. he doesn't want to leave the game. So what does he want to It's what Bunky said. You just want to pretend that you're just above it. Mm-hmm. Mind, mind you, I don't even know why he's so up in arms. Like, it's Mike going home this week. Why is it's like, it's not like it's two from your side. And it's like, oh, I can't decide. It's You're sending Mike home. Why would you not want to discuss the vote? You're sending Mike home. No. You're not sending Krista home, are you? Well, Hardy feels like it's not his job to tell him how he's going to vote. Well, girl, it's not Kent's job to protect you if he's at your age then. Because you're not he in the audience. He should just put him up. He wanted nah, to. He should have put him up. That would have he wouldn't win. Kristen Hardy. Oh, he would have gagged alive. Oh, he would have gagged alive. He would have gagged. He should have Kristen Hardy. But he didn't. Well, honestly, uh, he should have Kristen would have went home this week. Yeah, Because it would have been Bunky, Nicole, and Will. Just well, like no, Will, probably Will and Mike would have said Kristen, so no. And Monica. Oh, gagged alive. He should have did Kristen Hardy. Shit. He could have got him out right here. So after this, Will checks in with Nicole again, y'all. This is a this is a consistent man. So he checks in Nicole again about what they discussed about maybe potentially keeping Boogie, Boogie, and Nicole's like, I'm trying to. Damn. Nicole basically getting annoyed with how much he's checking in, it seems. Like, please stop questioning me. Like, I get it. I'm trying. I'm working my magic, baby. She said, I'm I trying mean, to. I'm working on it. Rome wasn't built overnight. Period. Um, <laughs> Krista mentions again, if she stays, it's on. It's on. And, right. and Mike mentions that if they keep him instead of Krista, that he's going to take them out. Are you? Because you ain't one of them. Well, I guess he, he kept getting close. He won the first one. He kept getting close. Child. So after this, we see Mike is acting like Shannon, girl. Because later on, he's outside and Kent is minding his business. And Mike is like, are you staring at me? And Kent is like, I'm not even I'm looking, not even at, looking you. at you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> like, Every time like, someone what? approaches Kent with something, he'll be like, what? Like, what? <laughs> Can't be so confused. So Mike is like, um... oh, Mike Mike starts arguing with him. He mentions his kids again. He says, um, when you go, to the, go, uh, go home to your kids and explain to them why you act the way you act and woo the woo the woo. And Ken is like, why do you keep mentioning my kids? Like, please keep my kids out of it. Can we please keep the and, kids and out And honestly, of that is so weird on Boogie's part. Like, he's just bringing them up on purpose now. And he's, he's like, like, I keep your kids I, in I'll it. Keep, yeah, I keep your kids in it if I want to. I imagine that Polly said that to Devon. Devon was already heated. She was going to fly out the house the way she was heated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, you. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that was weird. That's so weird. Honestly, Mike had a lot of weird things, but he's a weird person. We see what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, boom. After this, Will has a diary room. He talks about that. Um, basically, Mike 
seems like he's quitting. It seems like Mike has just accepted defeat. He's walking around acting kind of crazy. It seems like he doesn't even want to talk to Nicole about the deal. And Nicole can't make shit happen if Mike don't talk to her about the deal. Um, so we'll talk to Mike. And she says that if we get together with Nicole, that we can start running it and we need to make this deal right the fuck now. And, and it like, seems Mike like Mike is procrastinating. He doesn't want to do it. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, basically, when he told Will in that original conversation, I don't want to do this to, to Krista, he meant that. He is not trying to do this to Krista. And it's just like, wow. Like, I'm just like, because like I said, I, I really haven't watched Seven like that to, like, understand Mike as a good game player. But I watched this. And I watched 14. And I am confused you how be. he won the season. But it's very like you will I see. Like it's definitely giving Will's impact for sure. And I've heard that the great run. But I'm just thinking he's a winner. You know, there's mm -hmm. no way it was all someone else. Mm -hmm. It's giving it with all Will. I feel like with what what I know from Mike is that he is it's weird because he's not not strategic. He's not and he's decent socially. And he's and he's decent socially, especially in in Big Brother. Well, I mean, he won the first social HOH. So early on, he was very very social. And then in BB Seven, I know he is very good socially again. It's just, I think, other than him having a strategic mind and him being okay socially, he's just not a good player. He's not savvy, really. And I feel like his lack of savviness is like something that Will really is able to help him with. And without Will in the house, Mike will never. And we saw that happen on BB14 when he fucking lost. So after this, um, boom, Kent tells Bucky that they know that they can't trust Hardy, they can't trust Will. I mean, we can't trust Hardy, we can't trust Kiss Krista. And if we can vote out Krista, then low-key that's going to mess up Hardy, Hardy and his little group. Um, that's not going to happen, so I don't know why he even tried. Yeah. Will, uh, <laughs> Will starts to solidify his new little group. He's talking to Nicole and Hardy, and apparently him and Nicole and Hardy have kind of been hanging out more. Hardy and Will have kind of been clicking up, making this little new duo kind of thing. Will is basically like, Mike, want to quit? I'm going to find something else to do. And that's what the fuck he's doing. He's finding yes. his And he his hates up. Hardy says he kind of likes Will. He kind of feels like, you know, this is kind of cute. So they end up making a deal, and they all three pinky swear that they're going to be in an alliance and that the three of them can help each other out in this game. And Will eats this the fuck up. This is how I know Will is going to eventually be that nigga because this is crazy. The fact that Hardy and Nicole, the two people who was mainly pushing this nigga to go home week one and two, now they're in an alliance with him, a three-person alliance with him on the side. Girl. Hardy, I can do no wrong. What? Right. Is Hardy, Hardy was like, literally, I'm in this game to make sure Chilltown goes home, and I can leave right after that. I want nothing else. And now he's in the final three deal with him. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's the thing about Hardy is like when I saw the situation, like I'm very, I'm, I'm definitely conflicted on what I'm gonna give him for a rating because the whole I'm not gonna be in the alliance thing and, and getting Kent to target him basically moving forward, it's like that's bad. But then we yeah. still have the untouchables. Now you have to steal Will. It's like he really, I mean, he's able to mess up and still renegotiate his alliances. Like, I won't say this is all him. It's definitely like outside sources. I feel like we usually see this with his archetype. But it's like he's still, I feel like, in a pretty good position. And it's like, ooh, okay. He's part of it, you know. Um, after we, get, we see Kent complaining and sad that he's targeted by everybody. Nobody likes them. He feel like they're all freaks. 
he always say that. I think he needs to be more social and complain less, low key, because he stay complaining about it and don't never do nothing about it. Go play the game, King. Um, after this, we see a home visit from the nominees. We see Crystal Little Diner in Appaloosa's, Louisiana. What is it called? Capitalist Louisiana? Uh, that place in Louisiana. Um, they go to her diner and um, we see her friends kind of talk about it. They say Krista's the talk of the town already. You know, everybody everybody loves Krista and, and everybody's in Krista's business. I mean, business. Krista knows everybody's business. So she's really nice. And I'm just wondering when she's going to move up to Hardy. Because right now, her, her being with Mike, I don't know. I'm just wondering when she's going to move up to Hardy. Because like I said it earlier, Krista, clearly Krista had everybody's eye. She should have went for Hardy. Even though Hardy's like lame, low key, real sensitive, real woo -woo -woo -woo. at least in the house, like, girl, get it. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe that's not her type. It definitely is her type. She called him a Greek god. <laughs> yes. Mike I'm a friend, though, because Mike is ugly as hell. You think so? Yes. Okay. Mike Boogie's friends <laughs> or workers. Were um right, it's not giving friends. Like they didn't even have much to say about him. I feel I feel like they was like Mike is the party guy. Like everything we know about Mike is what they say. He's a party guy, he can be the life of the party sometimes. And you know, I just feel like I love Mike because he can be the life of the party. And, and and you know, that Krista girl, she's bad news. She can go. And that was it. That's cute. We move along. Will has a diary room about his vote. He basically says he likes both of them, but he's voting to evict Krista. Duh. We move along. We see that um, Julie says that according to the Big Brother website, Hardy is the most liked by the internet fans. Will is the least liked, but in the past 48 hours, their relationship has blossomed. And it's, and it's like, how the fuck is Hardy the most liked? It's, that's nothing but whores voting on that. Because the body is more. there, but it's literally nothing else. I would like, how do you like him? So who's your least favorite? Because they say Will's their least favorite. Who's your least favorite, you feel? If you was in America, Mike. you was voting. Mike, my, my least favorite would be Mike Hardy or, or Kent. Probably Hardy, actually, now I'm thinking about it. It would probably literally be Hardy. As my least favorite, and he's the most favorite back in the day. Maybe it's like the times we got to be in those times. So, anyways, we get the Will and Hardy joint diary room. Now they best friends, bitch. They're literally in the diary room together, talking about some. You know, we just had opposite opinions of each other, and I feel like our morals don't align. But mm -hmm. you know, I, I like Will, and with the with the and honestly, I don't see what they like about each other. I think Will just ate Hardy up. Because... Well, they list a bunch of arbitrary things like we both are pretty boys, we both manscape, we both like pretty women. It's, it's and that was, and then they started talking about that thing he said that, and Hardy was like, "Well, I wasn't really a fan of Shannon, and he was." And it's like y'all don't really have shit in common. And then even in the diary room, they have a joint diary room together. And then Hardy's like, "Oh, you know, like we, I just have certain values and morals that Will doesn't have." And it's yeah. like so you don't like, you don't like him. He hates you, <laughs> like, but that's the thing. At the end of the day, they're really only bonding over hating. Uh, Kent, and that's why another thing that's why Kent really shouldn't have left Will off the block because you're allowing him to create these relationships, and especially with this beef with Hardy. Did we go over the fight with what Kent and who? Yeah, when when Kent said, Let's do a final three. Oh, you know what, child, when is that? That was before that was, the home visits and stuff like that. That was a so good one. Another thing that happened throughout this week was <clears throat> you know, Kent, strategic wannabe king. Oh, yeah, he is sitting with Hardy and Bunky. Uh, this is after talking about nominating both of them this week. He's like, y'all, we should just be the final three. Then there's a scene immediately with Nicole where Hardy mm -hmm. is telling Nicole what Kent said about the final mm -hmm. three. 
Then there's a scene, Nicole talking to Kent. <laughs> and she's like, well, this is what Harley told me. Kent lies. And he's like, that's what he said to me. Did y'all discuss this in confidence? And she was like, well, no. Oh, she was like, well, yes. And he was like, okay, well, I can't discuss this with him. She was like, no, you can't. Then it cuts to another scene of Harley <laughs> being like, now that you told him this, he's not going to tell me anything. And yeah. that's when Hardy mentions that Kent has took his place as number one on the hit list over Will. And then that's the scene of uh, Will being like, oh, you got a new enemy. You know, maybe we could, you know, come together, mm-hmm. save Mike, or just work together. You know, so it's like Kent literally created this himself. Yeah, he did. They have a, they have a full, Hardy literally calls Kent out about it in front of everybody in the backyard. And Kent um basically says you were the one who brought it up which he was and (laughs) and Hart was like no I didn't no I didn't and they they had a big argument about it and that's really what I feel like solidified well not even feel like that's what solidified Hardy's not fucking that man that man's not and it's like but Ken did it to himself in a way like usually everything he did this week I feel like was leading up to this like you putting up Krista no one wanted you to put up Krista you asked everybody what do you want us to do you you threw out Hardy's name you threw out Bunky's name Bunky's you name. threw out Krista's name you put up Krista they all wanted Will, Will and Mike up just Dom Will and Mike you didn't want to do it and then Will doesn't even like all of this for Will to already want to nominate you anyway like you you really didn't achieve anything except people not liking you like what? what I find the most interesting is, is how, how already like I'm seeing how Will wins this because like the way <laughs> this the Smoker Alliance has fell completely apart. Like you have Monica and Krista looking at Bunky. You have uh, you Monica and Krista looking at Kent. You have Kent looking at Hardy and Krista. Yeah. Nicole worded at looking at uh, Krista and Monica. Fucking yeah. um, the only people who has Will clocked at this moment, I feel like, is probably Bunky and Monica. But yeah. they're also both caught up in so many other things because of their little untouchable Kate mm-hmm. and Krista. So I feel like no one is really shooting at Will anymore because of all of this drama stirred up between the alliance. Yeah. And it's weird because at this point, I, I wouldn't say he is. Like, they keep saying he's not a threat right now. And it's like, he kind of isn't at the moment. I, in real time, as they're experiencing it, I can see why they wouldn't consider him a threat. How's he ever going to get jury votes? But it's like, by the time we get to the end, it's like, all of that is wrapped up, babe. He's going to win. And yeah. it's like, damn. People compared a lot to Richard Hatch's win on Survivor because Richard Hatch was kind of hated. And at the end of the game, he was able to have everyone just want to take him, thinking he was so hated. whole time, he's the winner. And it's like, that's the same thing that happened with Will. Right. And it's like, uh, I see what they're saying, but also they be wrong. So it's like, do I see it? Like, y'all were wrong. Don't know what to tell you. But um, do you feel like do you feel like that's what Monty was thinking with Taylor? Like, no one's ever gonna vote for Taylor. So let me take her to the final two. Because it's like because it of all the like, stuff that was happening earlier in the season, it's like people keep this yeah. preconceived idea that this person is disliked, but it's like how disliked is a person that's sitting in final two? Really? <laughs> it's like I feel like every time a person who's winning. Um, because like they play from the bottom, kind of like the only people I can think of is Taylor or Dan or like Dan and BB10 or Will. It's like they end up winning. Like you mm-hmm. think they were hated. Everyone thought Dan was hated. You thought Taylor was hated. You thought Will was hated. <gasps> and it's like by the end of it, yeah, I'm comparing Taylor to Dan. Well, no, I just another it, thing in general. I feel like a lot of these people who are the heads of their seasons, they really did start off in the minority. I mean, even this season, Nicole and Will. You know, yeah. I was thinking like um um Dan and Memphis. 
Memphis. Um, even we just mentioned Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, I was um, I like even Amanda. Amanda was in a majority position. Vanessa was in a majority position mm-hmm. a lot. And I feel like once you're put in that minority and you're good enough to get out of it, it's because you've made so many social connections that well, of course. Tiffany yeah. wasn't really in the majority necessarily, you know. They're able to use their social connections to get in the majority and run the game. Yeah, that's true. A lot of great players, um, you see them have to get out of sticky situations. And that's kind of how you know they're great, you know. Right. When it gets to, like, the greats, it's like you know they're great because they've had to face, you know, adversity, like, a, a lot. And I think that's also the issue with one-time um, players, especially the women, like like Maggie. Maggie's a good player, but you don't really see, like, her play again and go from the bottom to the top. She was kind of running that alliance and they kind of had the numbers. It's like, it's interesting when you see someone go from the bottom. That's why Dan is probably considered the greatest because he played twice from the bottom kind of. And it's like, you saw him both times have to climb his way up. So you really, really got to see all of the best parts of his game. You see the people's game the best when they're at the bottom having to get out of it. If someone's running it, it's hard to see how great they is. Like, you don't really know how good Derek is because he ran it. That's what I'm saying. I would love to see a Cody or a Derek in that type of position because, like, I feel like an example of that is uh, a Tyler Crispin, whereas, like, even in the second version, he was in the majority, but he wasn't the one at the head. So that was a situation Mm -hmm. where we would have been able to see him kind of work to get at the top to have that win, and -hmm. he didn't do that. Yeah, that's very true. Paul is like the only one I can think of who kind of did both. Like he played from the bottom his way up, and then he also played from the top. That's why I feel like Paul is to me one of the best players because he he done did it all. He did it all. But um, Bunky basically clocks. He clocks Will and um Hardy's relationship, and he's like Hardy getting real close to him. It's like what's going on? Now you kissing Will? What's what they Bunky on gonna do is clock? And I do nothing about it, girl. So, um. After this, Julie, she talks to the house guests, and then they give their speeches. Um, in their speeches, Krista calls out Kent, basically. She says, I just want to check the record straight. When Kent was speaking, Kent was speaking for himself. I'm a very loyal person. I'm a very loyal friend. And Kent is the main one who tried to start alliances this week, and they blew up in his face. Period. So she called him out. She gagged him real quick. Real, 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 real fast. So that was a motherfucking eat there. After this, we get the more, more of their votes. And then we get Kent speaking to Julie um, and his HOH. And Julie asked him, what did you think of Krista's speech? And Kent was like, look, everybody in the house wanted to vote, wanted Mike out. That's what's happening. I'll nom Krista because she nom me. That's just that on that. There were banners. Gag. That girl. Girl. Saying no, that. No. America choice vote, Krista out. She's lying to everyone. And it's like America didn't like my sister. I've been trying to find links to find like the, the favorite polls. I haven't been able to find any of those, but shit, why would you not like Krista? They don't like nobody associated with Chilltown. They start hating um Nicole a lot more and Hardy a lot more. Because they love Hardy right now. But when Hardy and Nicole start working with Will, they start disliking them. We'll see it later on in the season. And so, up. and they do start liking Will, though, don't they? Like, they do start liking Will, but I mean, they've already started hating everybody else. And it's like, uh, that's so crazy. But we see the influence and the impact that America is having on the season already. There's banners now. We see there's a banner that comes up on the show later on. And we see when it comes to the final vote, like, there's a lot of just kind of influence. You can tell who America hates. You can tell who America likes. And we're watching an edited show. 
And it's like us knowing and us being able to tell. I would I would like to think jurors who are walking around in America, just walking around. You go outside and there's people walking up to you. Big Brother was getting millions and millions, 12 million, yeah. 12, 17, a lot of million views at this point. So people are famous. These people go out of this house and they're famous. So, of course, if you're walking around in your Appaloosa's diner and they're telling you, girl, let's fuck Nicole. What are you going to think? Other than it's fucking the call. It's fucking the call. You know what I'm saying? So I really think the influence, we're going to see how it impacted the, the the end result. But yes, girl, whole banner flying around telling people not to trust Krista. So I feel like my girl was getting was getting a lot of sabotage. Do you feel like it really affects people's game? Do you feel like this really is affecting people's thoughts of Krista? Or do you feel like? I feel like back then it could have. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know like recently we've seen like with the wall yellers, they don't really do much. But I feel like it's also because the way people are set up in the game, like the most notorious one recently was uh Cody and Nicole and All Stars and everyone like I remember Ian, he woke up for a day and then went right back to sleep. Because in the new era BB, like once you have a certain control, like a lot of people kind of just go with that status quo, especially in that season, that's kind of like the theme that Cody set with his first HOH, you know, we're all in this group together, just safety in numbers, stay with the group, you won't go home. So it's like, because of that, it's, it's like people are, it's gonna take way more for people to get out of their comfort zone. And mm-hmm. Nicole and Cody was everyone's comfort zone at that moment. So it didn't do shit at all, which, but in these earlier seasons, like things aren't as established. So I can definitely see something like that being like, oh, well, I mean, she yeah. is untrustworthy, and that banner was there. Clearly, America thinks so, too. Like, I could definitely see how it being a real reason. Yeah, exactly. So, Julie also asked him why he took the deal with Will. He basically said his target was Mike, and that Krista nominated him. Same thing. So, then we just get to the vote. Mike gets evicted four to one. The only person who saved him is Will. Ride or die. Ride or die. And he walks out the house, and he gives Krista um, his lucky allegedly, rock. And I'm thinking, baby, you done just gave her a, a, a death wish. Because how is this lucky in your whole alliance and you are out of the game? The and, it started, and, that's, and that started week one. He was, Girl, he's been unlucky and dumb from the beginning. That rock ain't lucky at all. Krista will be out soon. Yes. And then he said, look, I know I know it's bad luck to, to tell you my wish, but I wish for you to win. What? What? He sent her up. He sent her up. He sent her up. Mike was Mike was like, I want her to lose so that way she's desperate when I ask her. Anyway, <laughs> it was a set. I just told y'all know it was set. It was set up. It was set up. It was So um so he goes out to his interview. Girl, this interview was when I tell you I looked at the clock and we was 20 minutes in and there was 20 more minutes left, and we have this interview. This interview went on forever and ever and ever. Mike, I don't give a fuck. And I, I feel like that that would be something at first I thought was like needed in new era. Mm-mm. I'm definitely fine with the cute. Four or five minute interviews. Get them out of here. Them <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Man. Why why tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah, do your interviews later. And go see my extended interview. Yeah, let's see that. The extended interview later. This was the, the entire extended interview, baby. <laughs> they showed like, the whole what? thing here. She and she wasn't even asking you nothing like that. Like, it's just the same thing. What went wrong? He said Justin getting evicted, and then we f- getting fucked up on the thing. And what do we He ends up seeing his goodbye messages with Will and Krista. They said they really like him. They love him. They're going to miss him. What do we do? Same shit. Congratulations. Good for him. He's gone. The only good question here is when she asks, so who do you think will win? Ooh. And he says, Nicole or Krista. 
And he mentions, he gives more details about Nicole. He's like, she's overcome so much since week one. She rides the fence. So he feels like she's smart enough not to commit to any one direction. Mm-hmm. He knows who the fuck mother is. And he explained her game perfectly. It definitely makes me feel like if she just didn't go to final two with Will, yep. she probably could have had it. She yep. probably could have had it. Because I'm thinking, like, I always thought Monica probably wins either way. But I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, like, even if she was next to Monica, She'll tell everybody how to relationship with Monica. Mm-hmm. That's three votes. She'll and then vote. she had Autumn and maybe and even she Cheryl. Had, she had Hardy as well. And Hardy and Monkey. She would have she yeah. won. I, mean, won every, I don't know why she won. I don't know why she won. Well, I know why she won with Will, but she was just so wrong. She was just so wrong about about how people perceive Will at that point. And it's like, that's but it's like how, like, you know, he has at least two set votes, maybe even three with Krista. Yeah. I mean, Especially what happens with Crystal. That's very yeah. true. That's and very Monica, true. like, girl, I don't think she was delusional because ain't she no way. She wasn't. I think she just got so so wrapped up in the idea of I'm gonna win this. I mean, everyone hates him. No one will ever vote him. I don't think she was thinking about what the votes were. I think she was just thinking no one likes him in general. And it's like, girl, please. And then I can see next to Monica, it's like everyone likes her. Oh my god, everyone likes her. And it's like it's it's she wasn't really thinking about the votes, but you gotta remember this is the first time there are votes. This right. is the first time ever there's votes. So hey. Um, boom. After this, we get to the HOH competition. It's just questions about the past house guests, everyone who's been love it. it was very cute. Love this HOH. Really, really, really cute. And it comes down to Hardy and Nicole. Krista <sighs> um, stands out there. I was I was Gag. Okay, I was so scared because I was like, if Nicole wins, she's going up to Crystal. It's over yeah. for her. Yeah. I was so, I know we're going to be annoying as fuck this week, but I was so happy Hardy won this because Crystal's safe. My girls yeah. are safe. Yeah. So, um, and Nicole, what's interesting, Nicole keeps coming to the end of these comps. She's going to end up winning on HOH because she stayed being uh, And girl, Crystal, you better win if you don't win, she do. What? Be- I know. I know. Uh, and then Julie asked Hardy, she says, uh, Hardy! So do you know who you're gonna nominate? I do. <laughs> he said I do. That was it, it was a weird question. I and his answer, I his answer was, was like, so, well. <laughs> so direct. It's like, oh my god. Girl, I know Kent ass is out next. I don't know. Kent was shaking. Oh my god. Kent was in the in the room. He was after he saw Hardy won. He, he was in the kitchen. Shaking. He's gonna go see some children. And he gotta talk to his daughter about. Why he put up Boogie, the man who Why he put up Mike Boogie? Mike Boogie ate that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, not hard. He got revenge for, Bo- for Boogie. <laughs> no, he got revenge for himself. Got it. Period. Um, Mike Boogie went home. He got made a little far. He got made a little far. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you give Mike Boogie as an overall? I mean, this week he basically quit. I feel like his reads have been wrong from the beginning. And... He was in a position to where he didn't have to go down with the Chill Town ship, and he just really chose to. Yeah, excuse me. Even this week, I do believe there was a real chance he probably could have stayed, especially with the alliance that Will makes with Hardy and Cole. But he refused to go speak to her because he wanted to save Krista, someone who is not worried about him like that for real, girl. Uh, it's a one. I'm sorry. Ooh. Damn. God damn. Yeah, Mike. My- he just done a lot of helping his allies instead of helping himself. I do think Mike is just naturally more likable, just naturally more likable than than 
you know, I guess the rest of Chilldown. And I and just likable in general. He won the first HOH just based off of his social game. I do people, I do think people preferred Will. I feel like there's certain people who still would have preferred Will, but Kent didn't and he didn't give a damn. I feel like Mike has strategic thoughts sometimes. And I guess I like that, especially since this is the first ever season. But like you said, he just bowed out. He quit. Um, similar to a lot of these other people who left. And it's like, why are y'all quitting? Y'all need to stop doing that. But um, he quit. He really went down with the sinking ship knowing it was sinking. And he did no work to try to stay. It was weird. Like, Will had a... Will and Nicole basically was had his food heated up in the microwave. And he just never went to open the microwave. And it's like, that's weird if you don't go do something. But um, I do think he has, like, some, some good qualities um, here and there. So... I'll give him a 2.5. That's all. Um, Will. Girl, Dr. Will has entered the building, bitch. Turns around, girls. Dr. Will has entered the building. So I really, really like Will. I like what he did because not only did he take Mike's advice and, and pitch himself as a lone wolf who everybody hates, but also he, Mike did this and it didn't work and he did it and it worked. It worked. He get, did not get nominated because of it. He made a deal with Kent, and Kent believes it. He's lying about the deal. Love that. Um, he threw Mike under the bus in the deal. Love that. He's very, very clearly self, like, he's all about self-preservation. He's preserving his self, and he's self-interested, and it's working. I think he's built this relationship with Nicole that started building two, three weeks ago, and it's really coming in handy. He now has an alliance with Hardy and Nicole secretly. The fact that he's linking up with Hardy and Nicole, two of the most influential people in the house at all, is really, really good. Kent and Krista are kind of coming after each other, so there's a distraction going on. Hardy and Kent got beef, so there's a lot of stuff going on that makes me feel like Will probably won't be targeted soon anymore. I also feel like he was part of the reason that he's not targeted soon. He really did this. He set himself up well in this game. I I feel like it might be like this is the the first week this has happened. So it's still a little early for me, but I feel so much better. Like you said it earlier, it's like relatable to Nicole week one, how much he flipped everything around um this week. It's really, really impressive and good. Um I just feel like I have no real well I know he wins, but I have no real um proof that this is going to work for the long term. So I got to wait for that. So right now, this was really good, though. So right now, I'll give him hmm. Damn, I don't know. This was good work. But how good? His, his like, I feel like his, um, his history is what's holding me back because his history in the game is still negative. And at this point, I'm still not sure he could win, even though I know he can. Still not sure he can win. I'm going to give him a 6.5 for this week. And we're going to see what we're going to do in the future. I definitely feel comfortable going with the 7, um, mainly because I know Hardy is the HOH going into this next week, and he is going to be safe with that. Um, he also still has a relationship with Krista. Krista and Monica are looking at Bunky, I mean, oh, Kent, and then I'm pretty sure Bunky is going to get some, some damage from that as well. If Hardy is going after Bunky this week, the likely person sitting next to him probably is Bunky, so I think that's probably going to take Bunky's eyes from looking at Will. I just don't. I, 
it, it's it's hard to not include what I know is going to happen at the end of this, uh, mm-hmm. but I am trying to keep it up to this week. And I feel like even based off this week, because of the work that we saw him put in previously, mm-hmm. even with all the negatives, I think it does warrant the seven because just in general, I don't see how he gets nominated moving forward now. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many other duos now in the game. He doesn't have that. And I feel like that's also what helped Nicole from the beginning as well. She didn't have this person that she was attached to. So, I think it's really going to help him move forward, especially because the person he's mainly connected to is Nicole and Hardy. Nicole and Hardy, I mean, look at our ratings last week, are the two best yeah. people set up in the game. So I think he ate that. Like, I mean, yeah. I see why he takes he takes the win. I really do. Period. How you like, feeling this about it? Like, this is, we're, we're really – And got I, you, I, I when it happened, I was like, oh, it's probably going to give, like, three, four. Um, girl. He no, he ate that. Like it three full 360, 180. Full 180. Yep. Uh, how you feeling about Kent? Kent Chow as the HOA. I mean, we've seen some bad HOHs, but girl, this is terrible. I mean, all he did was piss people off this week. He yeah. went around wanting to nominate close allies. I mean, even putting up Krista and just straight up dragging her in his speech. I mean, people were not agreeing with him. Um, I do think that he has made some, um, some, some like the whole like putting the target on Krista's back. I feel like Nicole kind of has definitely latched on to that, and so is Bunky. But an overall like heart house target, he hasn't been successful in. I feel like all he's been successful in doing is ruining his own position. And you know, Hardy is the HOH. So he is most definitely going up. There is no veto. So I don't see how he doesn't just go straight home next week. I'm going to definitely just say it's a two. I feel like I respect the activeness in a game player like Kent. But I was saying in the beginning when we started this, like, you know, him being active doesn't do much if it doesn't stick. And they're really stuck. Like, the reason why that final three went to Nicole so quickly is because Hardy don't like him like that. But Kent isn't socially aware enough to realize that. Yeah. Um, I think Kent played this week terribly. He wanted to target Mike, and instead of just putting up Will, how everybody expected, he put up Krista. He walked around us telling everybody he was pretty probably going to put up Hardy or Bunky, which made them feel upset with him. That was terrible. He ended up getting caught, um, even though it was Hardy, and making a, a deal with with Hardy, him, and, and Bunky. But he wanted to make the deal, too. He ended up getting caught in that. Him and Hardy had a whole argument. Hardy's in, arguably one of the most influential people in the house. He now has beef with Krista because not only the way he nominated her, but Krista said herself, I'm less mad that he nominated me and more mad at his speech, claiming that everybody felt this type of way about her, and they didn't. So Monica's a duo with Krista, and Nicole's a duo with Hardy. So it seems like everyone would target Kent this week. Um, and Will made a deal with him and said he'd still target him. So Kent didn't do anything right this week. He pissed off all his allies, and he's probably going home because Hardy's HOH. I'm giving him a um, one. Ooh. That's kind of nice. Point five, actually. Ah. <laughs> um, Bunky. Now, uh, Bunky's kind of been in the same area. He's been in the sixes all game. And I feel like that's because that's what he is. I just feel like Bunky is smart. He's very aware. He has Hardy's game clock. He has Krista's game clock. He has Will's game clock. But what else? 
you know, you kind of have to do something about all of this information you have. You're a very, very smart person. And I think Bunky is still okay at positioning. Like, I feel like, well, actually, him, Monica, and Hardy are the only three people to never be nominated. I feel like that's yeah. a testament. That's a testament to his social game and his positioning. And I think he's a smart guy, smart enough to like prevent himself from getting nominated. I think that's Bunky Shrink. Bunky, there's, there's, you know how you say every, how we've been saying every kind of archetype has been in the season. Bunky's the archetype who's great at self-preservation. Um, like Kevin from BB22, like you're just really, really good. At not, and, and Mimi, he's kind of like Mimi a little bit too. Like, see that. you're good at self-preservation and you're very smart. But what else? And the same thing with Mimi is how I'm feeling about Bunky. That was, that's it. That's who Mimi Literally. is. That's Literally. Who Mimi is. Like, you know everything. You say it. You tell us. We get it. But what else? You're just sitting here, kind of just it, sitting in that. And I think it's good. And I think it's better this is the difference between Mimi and Bunky. Mimi played BB25. Bunky is on BB2. So for Bunky to do this now, I think it's way, like, a little bit more better than, than Mimi doing it now, you know? So it's like, I like that a little better. I like the fact that he's doing this more, but it's still not enough. It's really, really not enough. But I still can't see Bunky being targeted. He might be a pawn next to Kent. He might even be a pawn next to Krista if she's a target or, or anybody who they're talking about. I think... I don't think he will be the target ever, really. I can't see when someone is really going to target Bunky. Um, even Hardy and Nicole being with Will, I kind of, right now, pretending I don't know what happened, I'm expecting them to still target Will before they target Bunky. So in my head right now, it doesn't feel like people will actually target Bunky, which is why I still want to give him the six. Um, but I know the T.R. I know the truth. And see, I will say I am going to knock him down a little a peg. I think I want to go with the 5.5 because I just feel like I agree with what you're saying. But, you know, at this point, the game is really starting to change. Like, alliance is starting to shift. The other people does mm-hmm. not exist anymore. And he's heavily connected to Kent. And I, I feel like I do kind of disagree with you on that. I feel like Bunky can easily be targeted because what is he really doing for anybody at all? The difference between a Bunky and a Will is that Will works. Will have been consistently working, and we're finally starting to see the fruits of that labor. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that moving into this week, that Bunky will be the ne- one next to Kent. And who is the one going to be in Hardy's ear all week in his new alliance? Will. I just yeah. feel like it's getting to a point where what we've been saying about Bunky not having his solidified relationships is coming back to bite him. And we're going into top six, and it's going to be top five. I feel like he can easily just go because he's not in the group, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he doesn't have value. He's not really valuable to anyone. And that's the issue. And like, that's like, kind of what the issue was really happened to Mimi. She became collateral damage because it's like, we don't know who you're targeting. We don't know who you're going to go after. We don't know who you're with. So we can't really do anything with you. Yeah. And like you said, while he had everyone clocked, it's like he doesn't have any real, I feel like, protection. And I don't mm-hmm. think his social game at this point is going to save him once it gets down to the nitty-gritty, because, like, we're in top seven. I'm assuming Kent will just go. Now we're at top six. It's like, mm-hmm. Krista may go. You could go. Like, he's mm-hmm. not in anything. Once Kent goes, he's not in anything. And yeah. I could say, okay, he may can play this, you know, lone wolf game, but that's the Dr. Will, you know, Nicole spot. And they are kind of still occupying that. I don't think Blunky will be able to compete with that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really see it for him. How you feeling about Krista? No. 
I love Christmas so much. I really do. I loved her when I when I very very first watched the season, uh, which was way before this. And I just it sucks. It sucks analyzing the downfall of her game because she was so queeny, and and now it's just like, ugh, it's like she is definitely you know on the brink of leaving this game. I feel like. Nicole got her eyes on her, you know, Kent and Bunky saying they don't trust her. Um, I do feel like her social game is is um, still better than most. Like, I don't think she's going to be, like, necessarily, like, immediately targeted. Like, for example, this week, Hardy's DHOH, and she's good. If Will wins, if if Monica wins, she still has outs. You know, if, if Bunky is separated from um, Kent, Maybe she can get Bunky on her side. I feel like definitely with this week, that's what I want to see. You know, Kristen needs to start, you know, realigning herself with people, making a stronger bond with Nicole, making sure she, you know, the untouchables is locked in, making sure she has something with a Bunky, you know? Um, and she doesn't really have that. I can definitely see in a situation where Nicole or, or, um, Bucky get power, and you know she is on the block. And if she is nominated, I do think that she will go home at this point because her game has been exposed a lot. Um, it, it's it's really iffy because it's like I feel like I want to give her a low score, but at the same time, she's in top seven, very much likely going in the top six because Hardy's the HOH, and that's still very impressive. And I feel like at top six she could be targeted, but it's also a high chance she could not be. Um, I don't know. It, it's just hard. It really is hard. I think I'm going to go with the 5.5 with her as well. Just because I also, I, I, I think that's fitting because I do think her and Bucky are in similar positions. Like, their games could kind of both go either way. Um, with Krista, I feel like, you know, she she's mainly getting a lower score because of the less activeness in her game. I just feel like even with this being BB2, we just kind of see her take a step back when it comes to making sure she's good with people and making sure that they could like, you know, really, really trust her. Like a lot of her own alliances aren't, haven't been trusting her to, I feel like a level where she should be at. Um, so yeah, I can't hear you. I agree. I feel scared for her because <laughs> She is targeted by people. Um, Nicole has her very, very clearly clocked, and Nicole has a lot of control right now. Um, she has this main alliance with Hardy and Will, and she's pretty influential, so I'm scared that that could be something that can get her gone. But we know Hardy's HOH. We know Hardy's been protecting her recently, so I feel like she's going to be safe this round, and she's going to make the top six, and I feel like she still has potential for if Monica or Will win HOH that they might protect her. So I agree. Like, I feel like she has protection potentially, or she could win. She could win HOH. She's won an HOH. So it's like, I feel like she has a chance to keep going. She still has, she still has room in this game, I feel. But um, there's also a chance that she could get targeted. But um, I don't know. It's it's still interesting because we don't have feed. So we don't really know how Hardy specifically feels because it might, Hardy might never nom her. And it's like, we, we might think, okay, maybe Nicole, but maybe Nicole can't convince Hardy to nom her. He didn't nom her last time. He said they're equal in his eyes the last time we heard. So it's still possible that Kent's going home. Bunky's not going to have anybody. Nicole might be the only person who will nom Krista. You know, it still might be that no one else will nom Krista. So I feel like that's still a possibility. So I like that. And I think she's still a good player. I feel like she still has a lot of awareness. She kind of has will clock where a lot of people might not 
Um, but she doesn't have Nicole's life, and Nicole's the main girl. So I think I'm going to give her the six. Don't feel great. Don't feel terrible. Don't feel just terrible. Not yet. Um, Monica's next. Now, Monica's still mother mother for me. Um, Monica, to me, is is kind of like a little bit in the bunky position in the Krista, her duo, whereas if she's nommed against Krista, she's staying. Um, just like if Bunky's not against Kent, he's saying. I feel like Monica is someone who, even more so than anybody else, I don't see getting targeted soon. I feel like um, people like Krista, Kent is obviously probably going to get targeted. And right now, I still feel like Will should be targeted before someone like Monica. Um, and even if someone targets this other side, I feel like Hardy might be the one. Like if Bunky decides, oh, I want to take a shot, I feel like he might take a shot at Hardy before her. So I feel like Monica is really, really safe right now, still, how she has been the entire game. But with Monica, it still comes down to her strategic, her strategicness. Like she was in the Untouchables, but now the Untouchables being changed because Hardy's now in this new group with Nicole and Will. She's not a part of that. I feel like she has a good bond with Bunky, a good bond with Krista, and they won't target her. And I don't think Hardy and Will and them will target her either, but still she's not in it. You know, you're still not in it. So I'm starting to feel less good about her because you have to be secure. You have to have a secure final three. And now that Hardy isn't really a secure final three member anymore, you don't have, you really kind of don't have anything. You have Krista, who's a big target right now, and your relationships. So I don't feel too good about her as much as I did. I think I'm going to bring her down to the 6.5. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything you're saying. Um, that's why I wanted to bring her down to the six. Um, it's just there isn't enough security in her safety for me. I do think that she could end up going in a collateral damage situation. Um, but immediately, she's still pretty safe. You know, if she goes up next to Krista, I do believe she'll stay. I think she'll stay next to Bunky. Like you were saying, she sure should next to Will, but who knows at this point? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think it's any immediate danger. I do think she can rebound, uh, especially if a Krista goes, because then she'll be in that lone wolf type of position. Um, but, you know, past this week, the Untouchables isn't going anywhere. It's just that next week is where I think it'll get really, really interesting, because with Kit out of the game, it really is everyone who is either strategically good or socially good up to this point. Like, who is going to be the target? Um, and I do think that, you know, it could be Krista and Monica will be nominated next to her which would not be good for her game because Krista being nominated and Krista leaving both would be terrible for her. Um, but I do think she'll be able to rebound from that. So we'll just have to see. Yeah. How you feeling about Hardy? Yeah. Like I was saying earlier in the pod, like I just, Hardy's giving me mixed emotions because when he started off this week, going to all his allies and canceling all of his alliances and pissing people off, like it just gave very much like, no, we did not get his man to eight. But then we see him kind of <laughs> re-solidify this alliance with with uh nicole and will you know will is someone that would probably still target hardy to be honest to be fair if he went to hoh um but with this alliance in place it isn't going to be as simple as him just putting him up you know we're getting down to the wire so it won't be you know difficult i feel like for will to make that decision like it's not that many people in the house like he might as well just put hardy up but mm -hmm. now it's like will has to consider the fact he is in this alliance with this man and i most times like that works with people like if you're in a group with someone they don't necessarily want to make that move because they know it will turn against their entire group and at this point that group is all we'll have right now there is no mm -hmm. chill town so i can see him kind of backing away from that hardy target and he does still have the untouchables you know he's the outgoing he's the he's the out he's the, shit <laughs> he 
is the next HOH, and he is going to be targeting Kent. Kent is likely leaving, so the person who was looking at him the most is out of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bucky is necessarily going to be targeting Hardy after this. If he can make sure Will doesn't, it goes back to a point where no one in the game is targeting Hardy. Um, I don't like how he approached this week, though, so I am going to bring him down to a seven. But I do feel like he is still set up pretty well, especially if he takes out Kent this week. Yeah, he's set up very, very well. Um, because he has a final he has two final threes. No one else here does. He has the final three with Monica and Krista on one side, and then Nicole and Will. Like I said last time, he has this onion alliance. He can play medals of groups. Yeah, he had an onion alliance last week, and now it's not an onion, it's kind of like a Venn diagram, and he's in the middle of the Venn diagram. And he's just the most set up. He just really, really is. I don't necessarily think it's because he's strategic. You saw this week. He did not want to be strategic. He didn't want to talk about the game all week. I just think he's um, like people trust him. People like him because of his archetype. And that helps. That's still good. But we saw how he wanted to play the game. He didn't want to be at, at the beginning of the week. He didn't want to even talk about it, all of this other stuff. But then you see at the end how he's down with will and he's down with the evil and now he's got to do it so it's like at the end of the day he's just a liar and really he is wanting to play the game he really does want to win and that's the thing i wish hardy would just get off of his high horse and just own it just just and not even just own it just own it but also do it because he has the potential to be one of the he could be in contention for one of the best he could have won this season if he wasn't on this big ass, I'm better than this game and I'm above it all, he would have just he could have just played how he really wanted to play. Because if you're playing with Dr. Will, you're playing dirty. You and you know you are. So you might as well just play dirty this whole time and won this damn game instead of trying to be that nigga and this that girl. I think he's just this smart. I think he has the capability of playing like Cody. Just like Cody is likable and liked and woo woo. And he can also get down and dirty with the you, yeah, and I feel like Hardy could if he just wasn't on this I'm better than high force. So that that's annoying, but also it hinders his game a little bit. And I feel like if it keeps coming up to where he's like, you're on week five and you're saying you don't want to talk game, you can't be doing that. Right. You can't. We're too deepening. We're halfway you through. You can't be doing that. So I'm going to give him the 7-2 because that's going to hinder his game. That's going to continue to hinder his game. But uh, we move. Oh, mother. <laughs> The best for last, always. No, she's never gonna not be She's very, she's never gonna not be the mother. She is not in the same position as Hardy. She doesn't have two different alliances. So there's that. I feel like her position is, is like not the highest in the game, but still pretty good because Krista and Monica um are tar- kind of targeting the Kent and Bunky duo. Kent's probably gonna go home this week, though. So I'm kind of thinking if Kent goes home, who is Krista and Monica actually gonna target? And it might be her. Krista's cool with Will. So I'm thinking if Krista wins HOH after Kent leaves, then Bunky. then what? I mean, he's not giving Bunky. But Bunky next to who? Like, like that's why I'm, Bunky, Nicole, you're right. That's that's why I'm wondering. I'm like, I'm wondering like she she's not that safe because I feel like it's we're running out of people and she is going to be someone who I feel like she isn't in the untouchables. And because she's not in the untouchables, it only leaves two or three people outside of it. So it puts her at a higher risk than other people. But I still feel like, on the other hand, she has Will, she has Hardy, and Bunky and her are really close. So I think if anybody does nominate her, it might be Krista or Monica. But I still feel like Monica's targeting Will more. And Krista, like you said, could target Bunky more. She could target Will herself. Who knows what Krista's going to do? So I feel like she has a, a slight risk, but not too much. I love 
the way she plays this game because she has Krista clocked. And that is her biggest competition. That's the smartest person in the house other than her. She also has Will under her wing. And that's a really, really good thing. She's the one convincing Hardy to kind of work with Will, like bring him in on this thing. Will pitched the alliance with her, him, and Mike. And it ended up being her, him, and Hardy, her number one. So clearly, Nicole is is diverting things towards what's going to be best for her. And she's still, like, I feel like leading the strategy of this game regardless. So I feel good about her still. I'm just likely not that confident on her position the way I used to be. Like, I was like, oh, you got it. But now I'm kind of like, you really only have kind of one alliance right now. And that's kind of scaring me. So I'm going to still give her a high score, but not like that. I'm going to give her 7.5. Give her a 7.5. Period. Yeah, I definitely agree with the 7.5 as well. Um, she's definitely benefiting from a lot of the chaos, not necessarily any solidified group, yeah. which is okay because the only one she has right now is the Will and Hardy situation. But also because it's unclear that she has been, like Mike said it herself, she she rides the fences. So everyone feel like they have some type of working relationship with Nicole in this game. And because of that, um, for the next few weeks, I still think she's going to be touched. Like, like, I can definitely see why she ended up in the position she was because uh, if I didn't know, I would still be saying that I expect her to be in the finals of this game. Like, no one is targeting Nicole. And mm-hmm. you're right. Like, uh, Krista might, but then we have to get there. And, I mean, Nicole already looking at Krista. Mm-hmm. So it definitely matters about who's going to strike first. Yeah. And I remember uh, I talked about the jury vote thing. The jury vote thing still applies because Mike said leaving. Nicole was playing the best game alongside Krista. So it's like she still has every every, every evicted person zero person praising her. Like yeah. So that's also a really good plus. So she's still at the top, baby. Um boom, it's in order. Damn, everyone kind of has a goodish score. Now I'm thinking, oh, you know what I was thinking while the good players are left. What I was thinking, I was like, I genuinely think the best six players made it to the top six. And it's like and it's like I really do think because we know Kent's going home. Kent got the worst score. And then after that we have a tie with Bunker and Bunky and Krista. And then Monica right above them, then Will, and then Hardy and Nicole at the top two. But honestly, like, a lot of these players, I feel like, are really just the best players in the game. Like, And not even just this season. The I, best think these, this season. I think these are generally good players, honestly. I think I think these are people who would generally all make it to the end of a lot of seasons. If Bunky was on BB25, I could see him still make it to the end. Or Monica or Krista. Or like, like I see, and I see these archetypes at the end of the game. Um, Mimi, sure. she, Mimi got, um, like, ninth place. Um, Monica, I can see her like an Ozzy. Ozzy got third. You know, like these are people who in even new era seasons, the way they're playing this game will still be successful. And it's like, ooh, that eats. That eats. They have some smart people. This is like a lot of smart people in this cast. What happened to the cast being good? I also had noticed too, girl, we need to get some men about this house because it's only three women left. I just realized that this week, like these men need to go. In that order, in that order, in that order, boom. But yeah, we hear y'all. This is a really good week. I'm excited for it to keep going good because I feel like it's getting better and better every week, honestly. Um, I'm loving this season, period. All right, y'all. That was week four. Make sure you tune in next week on Tuesday for, for week five and Thursday for week six. Every Tuesday, Thursday, we'll be back with the BB Rewinds. So make sure you're into that or whatever. And we're also covering the Traders. Girl, the premiere of the Traders is tomorrow. It was going to be a little early, but we got some tea that tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central is when they're going to drop the three episodes. Um, damn, what time is that week on live? 
After that, we'll, we'll potentially go live. And honestly, follow us at TV Reality Kingdom because we post when we're going to post our videos. And we got to think about that. And then on Saturday is when we do the Traders UK. So tune in for the Traders UK recaps. We already have our cast reaction to the Traders US. And we have our Traders UK premiere one, episode one through three already out. So go check those out or whatever. Um, there's big brother people on the Traders. So get into that or whatever. And thank you for keeping it real with the kingdom. We out. Yeah.